I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? This is the Best Bits Podcast. This part is everyone's favorite, where we do the interview with someone behind the scenes of everything going on in the show. Well, not just behind the scenes, but, you know, we get behind the scenes of things. And this weekend, I'm bringing on Scuba Steve. What up? What up? BTS time. Yes. I was trying to explain that, and it just did not come out right. When I saw BTS for the first time, I was thinking BTS. Like the Korean pop group. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, why, why are we? Because in emails, like company emails, like, oh, the BTS. I'm like, we have BTS coming on the Bobby Bones show. I was like, what? <laughs> Which would be epic, by be the really way. Cool, Our yeah. socials would blow up. I'd oh be so gosh. happy. If you mention them or hashtag them or anything, it's like a guaranteed a, a thousand likes, a couple yep. retweets. It's crazy. wonder what that's like to have that many fans just adoring over you all the time. Probably annoying. I don't know. I mean, you could you could post your foot and somebody be like, "Yes, five million likes." Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool at first, but I think over time, I would I think I would get over it. I'm like, okay, I want some time to be left alone and not bothered. Um, but that's just me. I'm a little I don't different. No, I feel like those guys are like, "This is amazing." Yeah, it's true. Okay, I have that vibe from them. Yeah, at least I hope that they feel that. Otherwise, they oh, in the like moment they can't go back from yeah, it in the moment. <laughs> but with anything in life, after twenty something years, you're like, "Okay, my God, okay, I'm done." <laughs> maybe, maybe that's how the One Direction guys are starting to feel. Yes, because they broke up and they're not mm-hmm. together anymore, so they experience it. And there were some tumultuous relationship problems and. Because of the fame. Yeah, so, exactly. Well, yeah. we do have a lot to talk about. Scuba yes. Steve is on with me. as you Sorry just for heard the our, our already <laughs> starting into this. We haven't even gotten started yet, but you know what? We're just going to dive right in. I come in, in at number seven. We had the show admitting the things that they faked on the first few dates with their now spouses. Scuba Steve was probably the biggest one in that whole situation of people admitting things. I mean, you went all out for faking on the first few uh, months of dating your now wife. Oh, yeah. I went hard. Is there anything else that you faked besides that? That's pretty big, and they'll hear it in a little bit, but is there anything else that you, like, faked maybe that wasn't so big? Well, did you hatfish her? Did you have hair? (laughs) You can tell me other things too. I didn't hatfish. Okay, yes, not hatfish. I did something. I think we've talked about it once before, but I don't remember. 
I did something that I'm like, oh my God, why would I ever do this? But in the moment, it seemed fine. It seemed okay. And I was trying to disguise it. It's the absolute most douchey, gross thing to do. But my hair was receding. It was already going away. But I still had a decent amount like in the back. And I still have enough in the back and the sides, just not the top. The top was very thin, but there was some hair there. Oh, so, like a George Costanza situation? Yes, where I took nice. I took hair dye <laughs> and I dyed all my hair black. But then I, I then on accident I, I left some of my scalp and then and then I uh, went to wash it off and it kind of stayed a little bit back behind on my skin. I was like, I literally just painted my skin with hair dye and it's <laughs> sticking. But from a distance, because I'm a little bit taller than most people, it looks like I have a lot of hair on top of my head. So I'm gonna roll with this. Okay. So I, I, I did that for a while. Where when we were dating in the beginning, they dyed scalp. Uh, and the dyed hair, so I had black hair. And then I think she kind of was kind of caught on to it at some point. It was like nicely didn't call out the dyed the dyed scalp. She goes, "Hey, what do you what do you, you might just shave your head?" And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I've never thought about doing that. I kind of like having the hair. I've never shaved it. I've never done the bald thing before." Uh, that was her subtle way of saying, "Stop dyeing your scalp. Just shave your head." <laughs> so. So you did hat fisher, but in a much different way. Much different way, mm-hmm. in a in a in a weird. Stupid way to do it. Like, I, like who dyes their their skin? Yeah, I can't believe pass I've ever. Hair. But you know, I have seen on TikTok some guys getting full on like glued hair to their thing. I thought about doing that. That's really cool. Kind of like a toupee, but it's like a new modern toupee situation. Yeah, and it's like real hair. I think they mm-hmm. put on there. It looks it looks very natural. Oh yeah, it looks yeah. great when it's on there. But then you see the process of it, and you're like, this is strange. But I don't give them a hard time because people wear wigs. It's all it's all different like yeah. ways of doing it. But it's funny to see the process of how it happens when you see somebody literally gluing a patch of hair to their head. And it completely changes their look too. It really yeah. like those billboards you see on the side of the road of like the guy looks all sad, has a few strands of hair, uh-huh. and then he's all happy in the next picture because he's got the plugs in or whatever. Yeah, and you never know. Yeah, you never yeah, you never know. And the person does look happier. I mean, I know they're smiling, but they look more vibrant and excited with life and they seem younger looking and so I get the why you would want to fake having hair. Could you grow back the rest of your hair and do that situation now or is it all gone? No, I can still grow on the back and sides. Just the so top you could is- do that. Have you ever thought about doing it? I thought about it because I saw that a while ago and I thought about it on our Christmas vacation of 2020. I was like, because I saw like someone in New York was doing that and posting it on Instagram. And I was like, it'd be so funny if I came back because I was still kind of new with you guys. You didn't know my whole hair story or what the deal was. I was like, it'd be so cool if I glued this on my head and came back. And I was like, yeah. I grew it over the winter break, but I never got around to doing it, obviously. Yeah, you so should have. I know. I, I don't even yeah. know if I can picture you with, with your hair now. <laughs> like... You, you're such a good bald dude. I couldn't ever picture it. And you do wear, like, you just wear your bald head. You don't, like, wear a hat all the time. So I'm used to you having that. Yeah, and, and I only wear the hat when my hair, like, right now, I'm wearing a hat because I haven't shaved. And so you can see where the hair is not coming in. Oh, gotcha. And so it's that's, pretty much all on top. That's your purpose of the hat. Oh, yeah, my, hat's, my hat is just to cover the days that I don't shave. And I don't shave on purpose because if you shave too often, then you get the razor bumps, just like you get anywhere else. Yeah. You get the razor bumps, and it's just not... Doesn't it just makes your skin all it's gross? The whole vibe. You totally yeah. could have reversed hat fished us like Brantley Gilbert did to me. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he had hair either because he right? always he was like Cody Allen, always wearing a hat. If he you never always knew. wear a hat, there's some insecurities going on, right? Yeah, like that that is a give telltale sign. If a woman always wears a hat, it's because she's her hair is dirty. She doesn't want to do it. Yeah, that's like your telltale sign, <laughs> true, right? True. Yeah, yeah. So like when a guy does it. He's something's going on or you just assume they're bald and it's not their vibe and they're insecure about it. No, he just likes to wear hats. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> he pulled it off and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> he had a full head of hair under there. Yeah. And that kind of upsets me too. And I see people who wear the hat or I see people who, sh- if you have a full head of freaking hair <laughs> and you shave your head, 
Oh, I have a, I, that angers me. Why? Because they're choosing to be bald. Yes, because you have a beautiful head of hair that mm. that I can't grow. Like I have no option to grow that. I can't do that. My only option is to really shave it. You have the option to keep it. It's there. Why would you remove it? Why would you shave your frick? It looks amazing. I would be envious. I'm envious of you to have that kind of hair. <laughs> so what about buzz cuts? Do you not like buzz cuts then too? Uh, again, it's it's it not as strong as I hate people who fully shave it. Yeah, but still kind of like, hey man, you got hair, grow it out, please. Do right. something with it. I love to be able to part my hair. I love to be able to like to be able to mess with it and like do the like the the flipping of it and go, oh my god, yeah, and move it. Oh, you would, you would love my boyfriend's hair. He kept growing it long. He just cut it short again, but he had it long. It was like down to his uh, chin. Oh, he, that's he, nice. He had, okay. a, he had like the sides short, and then the the top was, and then he like. Sh- Cut it all off. It's not all gone, but it's like just the top now or whatever. Okay. I'm not um, mad at him then. Yeah. yeah no, he didn't. But he, sometimes he talks about doing a buzz cut and I'm like, I don't know that that's my thing. I, I yeah. don't think I like, like, listen, there's like 50% of women that love buzz cuts and there's 50% that don't. We're like evenly split. Uh-huh. And I just don't know if it's my vibe. I like long hair or hair. Yeah, I get I it. I don't know. I but that's also because my dad is bald. So whenever I say that, he gets very offended. Okay. Well, in, in that sense too, you're also like, I don't want someone that looks like my dad. Kind of. Yeah. You know, a little weird. I want them to be like my dad. I don't need them to look look like my dad. (laughs) 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 So that may be where that's. And my dad used to have like a, an Afro crazy, like curly, curly hair. Mm-hmm. So like he's Crazy. like me, where I used to have long hair too. I used to have surfer hair. I used to have the cool long hair and down to the shoulder. And around 18, I don't know how old your dad was when he started losing it, but around 18, 19, it started, my hairline started to creep back to where it was almost gone. Yeah. I mean, I know by his thirties it was gone because all okay. my like childhood pictures, like he's bald, bald and he, oh my gosh, he used to have this crazy mustache. Right. Uh-huh. And I still remember it was like probably 10 years ago now. And we're like, okay, dad, time to shave just the stash. Cause all he'd wear was just the stash. Nothing yeah. else. We're like, okay, it's time. Like, you've been around for a while. It's not really a popular thing anymore to just have a stash. Yeah. He shaved it, and I was like, I I don't know who you are. Yeah. He lost his whole, <laughs> like, identity. I think we were in high school when, like, okay. my sister and I convinced him to shave it. And now he doesn't have his mustache ever, and now we're used to him not having it. Yeah. But that first year he didn't have it, I was like, his whole identity is gone. It's a different person. You've <laughs> known him for 18 years with the stash. My dad had a, my dad had a stash, too, because it's really popular in the 80s just to have yes. a stash. Solo stash, mm-hmm. which it kind of is now a little bit now, like the hipsterish guys that will have the long stashes. When they curl it at the yeah. ends or whatever, yeah. They wear the, the newsboy hat, and they wear the <laughs> suspenders and stuff. It's fine. My dad had a stash, but he, we were younger. We were like toddlers, like two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he shaved it, we all like, it was a meltdown. It was like, ah, where's my dad? You don't really like- know him anymore. We thought he was a whole different yep. person. Facial like, who the hell are you? the game. It does. And that's my issue that I have now because I have two children. One's four and one's one and a half. And they've only ever known me with a full beard. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the point now where I'm kind of over the beard. I want to shave it. I want it gone. I don't like the hair. I don't like having to cut. It's just so annoying now. I'm over it. But my kids, that's all they know. I even asked my son who's four. I'm like, can dad shave his beard? He goes, no, you can't shave it. That's my dad. I'm like, okay, all right. Now I'm stuck with it until I can reason with you, which will be like probably when he's seven or eight. Yeah, but I think if you do it now, he's not going to remember. Like he'll he'll be like, you know, I kind of remember you for like a few days and then he'll be over it. Yeah. You do it a little bit later, they're going to start to remember. I just remember me personally, I was traumatized for a long time with my dad. Because <laughs> it took him a while to grow back to where it was him again. It yeah. took him a solid couple of weeks and it was... It was a very scary time in my childhood. I, I remember. I don't have many memories of my dad, but that's one of them that really freaked me out. So I guess it's because that personal connection, I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I could do it to him. But he's only four. Yeah, I know. I feel like he could forget pretty quickly. Yeah, They're I not know. at the point quite yet where that memory is so rock solid that, 
Because I don't remember much from four. I really don't. Like, I maybe remember jumping off a table or two. <laughs> not it. Like, yeah. It wasn't until I was like seven, eight where I really started to remember things. I must be an alien then because I remember stuff from like two two years old on. Really? Like yeah, very vivid memories. Like I remember like sitting in the kitchen eating a blueberry Pop-Tart from Publix and getting ready to go to Boardwalk and Baseball in Orlando, Florida and the whole day and the car we drove and like being there. Like I have these vivid memories from two on. Uh, yeah, you're an alien. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I know anybody that remember. Like it's not even until the point where like seven or eight and maybe start recalling things. If I watched home videos, I could recall that memory. You go, okay, I remember that, yeah. But like just thinking of things, no. But what's weird too is I, but now as an adult, I can't remember yesterday. But I can remember everything from like to like to a certain point of like being in my teens, but like I can't remember who I met with yesterday or the mm-hmm. email I sent or whatever. Like it's just like my short term memory now is is completely dead. See, we're opposite. You have good yeah. long term, bad short term. I yes. have good short term bad long-term. Got, okay. That makes sense then. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause I've heard personality types are one or the other. It's yep. very rare to have both. I've never been able to retain information for very long. Okay. So that would make sense why I can't remember things, especially that long ago. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, I think you could. I think you could. If you're in that okay. space, I think you could. Okay. And if it goes wrong, then I know who to blame. Please don't. Actually, I take it back. <laughs> Please don't put it on me. But yeah, facial hair is such a big deal. Also, kidding. masks are a big deal. You don't realize how much a mask affects a person's bottom part of their face when they take it off they're like a whole new person oh my gosh completely different Mm -hmm. i thought it would have been so cool i don't know why they didn't do it but it's not like it's a concept that is um i'm like whoa this is a great idea uh just like a mask dating like like a reality show of dating Mm -hmm. with masks and you have to date them with the mask for x amount of time they can't take the mask off if you guys are intimate mask has to stay on you have to (laughs) fall in love with the person the top half of their face you never know their, their bottom half until like there was got to be some sort of parameter. I haven't really thought much into it. It was just like a shower thought. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really fun. This was like in 2020 when COVID just started. I'm like, it'd be so fun to have a ga- dating show where same concept of like, um, what's the g- dating show where there's a wall and you talk to the bad. Love is eligible. blind. Yeah. Is like those it? kind of shows. Yeah. Um, like the, the dating matchmaker show where it's like a seventies game show where they have a contestant <laughs> yeah. who's the female or the male. And then the other side is the opposite sex. You'd ask yes. some questions. You can't see them. And at the end you connect and go, Oh, okay. But, but like a new age concept of that with being with the masks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so cool. And, and as the so audience, cool. we don't even know what they look like. So we're also part of the whole charades of not knowing what they look like. And we have to guess. And then it'd be kind of cool if they had like, scenes where the person went to the bathroom and then they were in the restaurant or wherever they were at. And like, I don't know, it's, I'm kind of going too far yeah, off with this. You have all these ideas with the mask. With it the, would yeah. be. I don't think I could ever do that because I'm telling now. you, n- no, because people are still wearing masks. Okay. Yeah. Not as many, but like, it's still a thing. At least we at least know where they came from now. Right. True, yeah. I think it could still happen, but I could never do it. I've never realized how important the chin, nose, and smile is. <laughs> okay. Like, here I am, like, oh, the eyes are so good. They got nice hair. And then you take away three other parts, and I'm like, okay, oh. the whole thing matters. <laughs> I take it back. So you're, because you were, I know you're not single now, but there you were yeah. single on point. Mm-hmm. You're dating in that era of that. Oh, Did my you God. ever have those experience where, like, you see, I guess, I don't know how that works, though, because you'd see them on the dating app, right? You'd see their full picture? Yes, but, like, so, say I'm out in the wild. Okay, got it. Dating, that was right? Like, yeah. so, if I were going to the gym, this happened a few times. Like, I would see people at the gym, and I'm like, oh, man, that guy's super attractive. And then, like, six months down the line... He's not wearing his mask. I'm like, it's the same person. <laughs> I'm like, never mind. I take it back. Not just not my type, right? Yeah, still but has I'm nice like, hair. Yeah, I'm just like, I was so confused. I was like, I did not realize that was so important of a feature. Oh yeah, our skull. Everyone's skull is so different, and that skull, that jawbone, and everything, yeah. it just changes the shape of your face and the lips. And yes, and I would say like teeth. for me, the most important like 
feature is not even necessarily that they have like the best smile. It's just that they have a good smile that I'm yeah. like attracted to the smile. Okay. And so when you can't see the smile and I'm only seeing your eyes smile, that really throws off my whole thing. And you've seen the first time they're like, huh? Yeah. Like you don't also do like yeah. smile. If I'm going to have to look at a smile True. the rest of my life, like it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be the best like teeth in the world. Just a good smile. Yeah. Yeah. Just someone who looks like they're happy with being alive. Yeah. It makes me smile back. I don't yeah. want to be like, oh, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> you know? You can't smile. <laughs> yes. So yes, that was definitely a thing in dating. Okay. So I, uh, I'm glad that fear that whole time is over, but it would be a great dating show. Oh my god, it'd be, it'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought for sure someone would have done it, like Netflix or somebody would have jumped on that. Mm-hmm. The dating with the yeah, because they did the whole. I was thinking it's like the same esque of the Mask Singer, but just yes, mask, but for dating and mask dating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought Literally. they would for sure would have done something like that. You would have thought, especially yeah. during like lockdown when you couldn't create any content, that would have been easy. Yeah, you could have done. Yeah, could social have distance, show. like yeah. do some dates with masks. Yeah, that would have been, been nice. It would have been cool. I even thought about shooting myself. I just didn't have time to do it. Like doing one here locally. I'm like, there's so much people around here that are single, guys and girls. Mm-hmm. could easily shoot this somewhere. Yes. But yeah. Dating in Nashville. If you're moving to Nashville, don't try and date. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Forewarning. Um, I do want to talk about, too, uh, there was some, somebody posted on Facebook or something. They were discussing the, the cheap luxuries that they miss because... Let's face it. Everything basically costs 20 times more now. Inflation brought everything on the rise. And there's so many things that used to cost like super cheap. So is there like a cheap luxury that you miss? I know that's hard because there's like a lot of them. You have to think, well, I've been paying the high prices forever. Yeah, I know. But it's obvious of gas and the cost of travel. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, hotels, even the cost of theme park tickets. I feel like it's everything has gone up to a point where Everything is inflated. There isn't one thing anymore now that is what it should be as far as cost goes. And I think for me, I guess on a personal level, uh, shoes, because you look at the cost of shoes in the 90s, and a lot of the shoes are the exact same damn shoe they made in 95. <laughs> uh, they're just re-releasing 20 years later. It's the same everything. Yep. And they're and, but I get it though because you're you're it's a sought after item. It's a different kind of demand than what it was in the 90s versus now. Like when we were kids, we'd go to the store and they had every size and every shoe. There was never a line. There was no raffle. There was no one gave a crap about Jordans. Yep. They were just shoes. And also, social media is to thank for that. I'm yes. sure. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. And then I think also there was the generation, the kids within that generation, like myself, who couldn't afford them, and now they become adults and they can't afford them because they're in a different financial status because they're not with their parents, or whatever, and they make their own money. And you're like, oh, I, I wanted that shoe as a kid, now I can buy it now. And there were so many of those kinds of kids, and then they realize there's a demand. We can charge more for it because they want it. So you know, it's just paying more for what it is. But like yeah. a pair of shoes, like for example, these Scotty Pippins that I have that I've always wanted since 1996. Those things cost, I looked in a East Bay magazine, if anyone's listening and they know old school magazines from the back in the day of shoes, I East Bay. I do remember Bay. that one. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was the iconic shoe magazine. It, it came out once a month. It had all the new releases. It's kind of where you knew about everything. It's where you got your shoe information. There wasn't a StockX. It wasn't eBay. There wasn't websites. None of that stuff. It was, it was East Bay. One hundred nine ninety nine. Scotty Pippins, 1996. You get them now. They came out, I think, a couple years ago. They were two twenty five, and they sold out like that. So if you want to buy them, you got to go StockX and pay three fifty, four hundred dollars. Oh. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's bad. And what's really annoying is when you go to buy them on Nike's website. Nike, if you're listening right now, which I know you're not, but I don't know why I bother saying that crap. But they need to patrol their sites much better. Mm. When they release something on their web, on their app, I sign up for it almost every single time. Even the shoes that I don't want, just to test the whole 
to see if it's something. I just might. I want to test it to see how it gets in until you can get it. You get on the app. You got 15 minutes to sign into it. You sign in. You you go into the draw. You go, okay, I want to be a part of this draw. Here's my shoe size. Here's all my information, which I already have saved on the website, which is your address, credit card, that kind of stuff. And if you get picked within those 15 minutes, you get charged, you get the Sounds shoe. It's like the draft of shoes. It's a drafting, basically. Yeah, you draft, and if you get, if you're the lucky chosen one, you, you're, the payment gets processed, you get the shoes. Well, the last 10 times I've done it, I have not won. And I usually get in there right at 9 o'clock when it goes off, or 9.01. So you're telling me out of 10 chances, the 10 different times I've done it, I can't get in. But then I'll look online, <laughs> like not even 30 minutes later, and you got these jerks that are that are immediately selling it. And they have a screenshot saying that they got the shoe. And they're <laughs> selling the screenshot that they have the shoe coming. They don't even have the shoe yet. They're already selling them on wow. StockX or eBay or all these uh, other sites for like $100, dollars $300, $400 more than what the retail was. That's bull crap. Yeah. I think Nike needs some – there's enough technology built into the phones to know – what the users like and and what they do with the shoes that they need to tap into that and they need to not settle those kind of people because I buy the shoes to wear and to own not to resell for a thousand dollars more that's 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 absolutely ridiculous yeah that's definitely become a whole market I mean that's a market with tickets really bad there's yeah. a lot of people that can't go to concerts as much anymore because they're paying not nearly what they should be paying for a concert what the artist put it on sale for Scuba Sorry, turned off. I turned his on my mic. own mic. Well, sorry, my chair arm. He got so aggressive. He got <laughs> angry and turned off yeah, his mic. But that's also ridiculous too. That needs yeah. to be patrolled as well because it's not fair to the true fans that want to go and they should be able to pay for it the way that it was set up by the artist because the artist has the intent to make it affordable at different levels because they know that fans come in all different demographics and yep. and status. So it's not fair that that is also happening as well. It kind of it really sucks. Yeah, it makes it doesn't like as much t- technology as you said. Like, how is there not a software out there that's put in place? Yeah, that stops that from happening because they're listening to us and we'll get mm-hmm. an ad. Ten, like right now, I guarantee I open my phone. I'm going to have an ad for those Scotty Pippen shoes I talked about yep. five minutes ago. So if you could do all that, you tell me you can't figure that out. For basically getting rid of trolls in a sense. Yeah. From trolling through and buying things and reselling it. Yeah, I know like our, our economy is to blame for a lot of the inflation, but I would also put my money that like scammers and hackers are part of that too because yeah. they're part of that whole system that's driving up prices of things, which making it seem like people will spend more money. But re- really, we just don't have another option. It's like if you really need something, you're going to have to buy it. Regardless, like, no, we don't need shoes. We don't need concert tickets. But there are things out there that we really have to buy, like food, groceries, gas. And they're putting them up there. And there's people that are messing with that whole system. And so you're just sitting here like, well... I have to. So then it makes it look like we're willing to pay for it when really we're not. We have to. Yeah. I don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So I I feel like it's both. I think they're both to blame. Yeah. For that. And maybe that will make them finally fix it. Somebody out there, some technology genius, whoever comes up with the software for that would make bank. Oh, yeah. I think people like especially Ticketmaster artists Mm -hmm. who do independent stuff, they pay big money for that. And I believe that that the companies, I just know they're probably, I mean, they probably care, but they don't care. Mm-hmm. But I believe they that they have, there's someone in the company that cares. And especially in the artist side, they definitely care. Yeah, I feel like that that would be a great system to have. Yeah, Garth Brooks has tried to do things to, to help out, but it hasn't worked. He's tried to do different things in place to stop scammers and all of that from happening on his ticket sites for concerts. But I don't think it's ever quite worked out in the way that he's hoped it would. Yeah, it's tough to monitor. I know. But there it's not, though. Yes and no. Yes and no, because the technology is there. It exists. Somebody just has to put it in the right way, in the yeah. right uh, little HTML code. Totally. If you're in Silicon Valley and you're listening, 
I know you're listening there. See? Because you love us. Exactly. Create it. There are some, there's some that were on this list. Airbnbs and the cleaning fees that it's gone up for. Oh, my God. But I saw someone post something that was hilarious. And I, I don't know it verbatim, but it was like, when you sign up for an Airbnb, you get charged $200 for the cleaning fee. Yep. And on the way out, by the way, you must clean it or we'll charge you a fee for not cleaning it. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Why are you going to clean it? And then I have to clean it as well. Yeah, you're charging me already. Mm-hmm. Ubers. I don't take Ubers anymore. I don't take Ubers anymore either. Yeah, Uber or Lyft. I don't do it. It cost me $12 before all this inflation craziness happened. It cost uh-huh. me $12 to get from my house to downtown. On a bad day, $15. Yeah. Now, it cost me upwards of $50, $60. Oh, my God. To go 12 minutes. And I understand that almost because of the gas prices, which I, affects it, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be it. But they're also, I feel like they do a lot of this, and it happened during, and Uber's got to, they got to fix this. When in New York, when they had that shooting in the subway, mm-hmm. when Uber... Everyone in the area was trying to escape and get out of it. And then Uber did a surcharge during yeah. that exact same moment. That's such a bad, why would you, oh my God, that's such, and Uber did that. That's them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Either Uber's that or the one who does the surge prices, like based on, because they'll do it around Bridgestone. Okay. If there's an event, it'll be like, this is going to be surged because they know what's happening. Yeah. So it is I, the company as a whole, like the app as a whole. I don't know who actually decides that. It's not the drivers, but no. There's a guy sitting behind a desk that pushes mm-hmm. a button. He's like, "All right, let's do it now." Yes, he's Doctor Evil. <laughs> Doctor Evil, yeah. He's pressing buttons. Yes, you ever seen Inspector Gadget? <gasps> I haven't. Oh, uh, actually, I probably have. I just don't remember it very well. Do you at least remember the bad guy who was always in a chair petting a cat, and you'd only see his like metal arm? And he'd be behind this like big it ominous desk. Sounds vaguely familiar, but I also just watched Austin Powers, so okay. that sounds a little bit like yeah, Doctor yeah. Evil. <laughs> I think Doctor Evil. I think that is kind of a, a play on that character. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, never mind. I won't go any further since you've never seen it. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it over <laughs> here. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying really hard to watch all these old things. I know. <laughs> um, then yeah, so Movie Pass is one. It went away completely. Ten dollars yeah. to watch unlimited new movies. Blowouts, which are like the hairdos that you could go and get your hair like blown out to look really good for like thirty bucks. Now it's like a hundred. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of those. No, I have not. No. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> like the big Texas bouffant, big old hair? Yes and no. Like if you just want your hair to look like a salon day without going there for three hours, because uh-huh. most women do if they get your, their hair dyed or whatever, they'll go to get a blowout done to just make it look really good. That where they have them wash, blow dry, and style their hair. Gotcha. I was going to say, what's that product? Like they just go there mm-hmm. and they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just blow on it. 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good day. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, you can't blow in your own head. Yeah, you got, like someone's got to blow in it for you. Say you have like a something fun happening, like a birthday night or whatever. You'll go get a blowout done. Yeah, okay. I've gotcha. never done them because I'm I'm weird. I won't pay for anything I can do myself. Okay, true. Super weird about you that. You can blow in your own head. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> that blow dryer that's sitting yeah. in my thing. <laughs> that's true technology. <laughs> well, like I it, mowing. I get my boyfriend's always like, why don't you just pay like a, a kid to come? Because I can do it my own dang self. And I'm like, why would I do that? Why yeah. would I spend 30, 50 bucks on some kid to come do it when I have all the equipment? It takes me one hour to do it. Yeah. And I just need to get it done. Yes, it's a pain in my butt, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Uh, for me, I kind of like being outside for that moment because mm-hmm. I have one of those riding mowers. So my son sits in, the, in my lap. Nice. It's the coolest thing ever. And he has so much fun doing it. So for me, it's like a, it's a it's my only escape of that when we get into summertime, because in the fall and winter, we don't really mow the grass. Yeah. But it's like my one every two weeks escape to just sit there with my son, and we just listen to the sound of the mower, and just <laughs> I watch him in amazement, like, God, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it also makes you feel really proud. I get done, I'm like, yeah. yeah. That too, yes, the pride. I did that. I'm sweaty, I'm tired, I'm I'm hurting, but man, it looks really good. Right? And then tomorrow, and then the next morning as I'm driving by it, I'm like, God, it looks so good. I did that. <laughs> Me and my boy did that. Same. Yeah. I'll like FaceTime my dad, I'm like, Dad, look at my yard. And I bet he's very proud, right? Yeah. 
Yes. He's Heck like, yeah. it looks great. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I did that. I did it because of you. <laughs> Literally, I've turned into my father in that way. Um, just don't go bald. <laughs> you don't think I can. I'm hoping that's the case for I'm just me. kidding. Um, but coming in at number six, we had Brett Eldridge on the show. He was talking about in his interview, which is super fun to hear his story, his side of things. He talked about love, his new album coming out a lot in that interview. And you can go listen to the whole thing on just the bits. But he talked about in that interview, like some things that he likes to do for solitude. And two of them we lined up on. I love to go on long drives and listen to music. And I love to go hiking. Two super fun things. I also want to know, though, from you, like as a dad... You talked about mowing a little bit. That's a little yeah. bit of solitude you get. Totally. Do you get any other time of solitude that uh, you try to get or try to be intentional about getting? Aside from going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And I, as I, I have heard from many parents, it's not actually solitude either. Yeah. I say it isn't. Yeah. Because then it's like, <laughs> dad. Yes. Dad. Dad, are you in there, dad? Yeah. I, obviously, dude. The, the, yes. I'm in here. Where else would I be? Um, I Before I had the kid, it was my wife and I would go to Runyon a lot. Runyon mm. Canyon. Um and we loved taking the dogs there because it was we'd go there super early in the morning before all the Instagram stars woke up <laughs> and <laughs> to take all those stupid pictures. It was just it was nice. It was quiet. There was like five people on the trail, and it was it was just a really relaxing time because then you got to see the sun come up and you got to see the the, the skyline of L.A. and the beach and everything. And yeah. it was always it was just really and the air was like that was the cleanest air in L.A. <laughs> was that high <laughs> up in that air in that spot. So it was kind of cool. Um, so for me, it was like being out, for me, mostly it's being outside mm-hmm. to get that solitude or a relaxation. Um, and then maybe driving home. Sometimes if I'm coming home after a long day, I get that 15, 20 minutes where I'll just roll the windows down, have nothing on it, complete silence, like a serial killer. Yes. And just listen to the sound of my tires hitting the road. And just and then I nod off, fall asleep, and I hit the guardrail, and then I wake up and I keep driving. That, no, I'm just kidding. No. Just, <laughs> it, do we need to address something? Because like that's something. Oh, and I drink a couple beers, and so I was just getting <laughs> loose. No, but just like that relaxation of not just hearing the wind uh-huh. and hearing the tires, and like that's just another spot for me to kind of just check out and be like, ah, oh, okay, I'm relaxing for a little bit. I hear that. I do feel like when I'm the most stressed, I, the way I can pick up on the fact that I'm so stressed out is if I drove in my car for 20 minutes and I didn't realize I didn't put anything on to listen to. Yeah. And then I get there and I'm like, that was quiet the whole time. <laughs> that's not a good sign for me. That's like my like one morning. I'm like, okay, you need to chill out a little bit, Morgan. This has been yeah. happening a lot to me lately too. I'm like, I just don't care. Either I don't have the energy to find something to put on or I'm just like, nah, I don't want to listen to anything. I need like my everything to be quiet. Yeah. Just check out and zone out for a minute and just, yeah. Yes. Turn it off. I think you're having some very long days. <laughs> I think that's what that means for you. <laughs> I don't think it means anything else good. Yeah. Those are some good ways though. I, I think- yeah. I think getting solitude is a really good one. And I, one thing I so wish, if there is one thing I could change about this job, is that I could travel more. Yeah, I oh yeah. love traveling. It like fills my cup up so much. Just going different places, seeing different cultures, understanding different things, seeing just different ways of life, things that exist in the United States that I never knew did. Yeah. You know, like just all kinds of crazy things. That's the one thing I would change about this job. Yeah, traveling. That is one really cool. And then the thing that sucks for us is because the pandemic happened, we were we were still coming to work like it was normal and everything was whatever. And there are many people who were like, "Well, I'm going to go live in yeah. uh, Florida for five months, or I'm going to go to California, or I'm going to go to Michigan, or I'm going to go wherever." And they can work from there because they have that luxury with their job or whatever the position is. They can do that kind of thing. And it's like, oh, I envy that. I wish I could go somewhere for a month and just. One of, the right. guys from, one of the guys from Old Dominion, not the guys in the band, but one of their sound guys, I think he's a sound guy or a tour manager, um, when they were coming in one day to set up, 
I was like, hey, man, how's it going? I haven't seen you in a while. I was like, oh, man, it's all good. I was living in, I think, it was one of the Virgin Islands. I was, oh, I was down there for six months. I was like, what? He goes, are you working still? He's like, yeah, I was just working in my home office. And I was like, God, that is so cool to be able to go right? somewhere like that for six months and still be able to do your job and mm-hmm. and be able to do that. Because when you're done with your job, you're in the freaking Virgin Islands. Yes. Like, how cool is that? I must, it must have been the most relaxing time of his whole life and be able to fully reset your body. And so, yes, travel is, is just great because you get to go somewhere else, experience something different. Mm-hmm. And with our job, we don't get to travel very much. We travel, but we don't get to travel for leisure um, and relaxation. Yes. Yeah. And if you haven't noticed, when we take vacation, we all have to go at the same time. Yes. It's very difficult to go at a different time. And we usually go during a time when it's tourist season. So it's super expensive. and it's, it's So we don't get to travel. <laughs> we, to travel. we just yeah. get time off. Yeah. Like when I was with uh, Ryan's show, we would get like six, seven weeks off a year. Oh. That was awesome. And there was, and mm-hmm. one of them was, and it was always around a holiday, but then there were so many weeks that there was many times where it was around a holiday. So I, I used to travel all the time and go all kinds of places. Yeah. I wouldn't hate it if we changed ours to not around a holiday. Yeah, I know. That'd I be kind of cool. I know. <laughs> <laughs> throwing that out into the universe. I'm just going to go ahead and manifest this. I, I don't have a lot of money <laughs> to spend on $7,000 airline tickets. <laughs> yeah, it's already expensive now in general. And then yeah. you go around like the 4th of July or the Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. or Christmas or any freaking holiday. It's three times the price. Yep. And then the hotels and gas. And if you want to go to the theme park, you want to go somewhere that has anything. The prices are even more expensive or it's so busy you can't even enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're complaining a lot in this podcast today. Sometimes you just need air grievances so they get out of your body. True. (laughs) (laughs) Really, though. That's true, right? But it is. I mean, it is. like that. If you hold on to it, it's bad. People do ask. Like, they're like, oh, that's such a cool job. Everything's so great. And I love it. Like, job's great. A little stressed a lot of the time. That's fine. If I could change one thing, it would be that. Being able to travel more would be awesome. Yeah, and I, yeah, I won't get into too much of it because I don't want to put anything on anyone's plate. <laughs> but I have a lot, I have ideas where the show could travel and do all kinds of things, but it'd just be difficult with our schedule and location. And but I would do it. I'd just, be down for can it. Can you just send us? Can I, we just go? I am the social media person. I know. Well, I always thought we have like 175 plus affiliates. Like, why don't we go to the affiliate markets? At least some of us. I'll do and, it and be able to go and broadcast. Like, I'm the EP of the show. I should Let's be able to go. go around and touch the hands of the affiliates. Mm-hmm. I don't I'll know. go. Yeah, I'd love to go. I can sit in an office and do social media. Yeah. I got a microphone. They'll be great. And they have a tech, there's technology where we can patch into to the studio here in Nashville if, if it isn't an all-show trip, if it's just a couple people. I mean, See? And we got to go around and say hi to the affiliates, especially, you know, you know. Exactly. The yeah. ones in Hawaii. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. In Alaska. Yeah. Or, we, yeah, or we do visits to places where we're not quite yet, but they need, we need to seal mm-hmm. the deal, so they need to feel like... We've got like they got the end because they, they met me and they met you and they met someone else or whatever. Like, yeah. hey, we're here to fight for you. When you come on as affiliate, we're going to take which we will like any of our new affiliates, all our affiliates in general. But any of our new affiliates that come on, we go the extra, extra mile to keep them really happy and and give them the like the perfect starter pack to make sure that they're set up for success. Like we just came on in the San Francisco Bay Area and yes. we're, we're like doing everything we can to make sure that they got whatever tools they need to to win because it's important for not only them, but for us because we want to see us be successful in all the markets um, because I feel like we have a great show. We just need to give everyone the right amount of tools to make sure that they um, can win with what we have. Yes, and you and I are two important tools in that. Yes, we are. We are very important because yeah, you're the digital side, which is mm-hmm. huge, especially in the era we live in and the EP of the show, yep. the connection to the show and does a lot of these things and whatever. I think you should pitch us, Scuba. I think this should happen. Let me make a phone call right now. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are the EP of the show. You could yeah. pi- We could pitch it. We could try it. Even if it's a month, we just yeah. go out, we go do some things. Something, because they send people sometimes and they're not the right people to be sending. 
That's true. You know? I also see a lot of other shows get to go on like little cruises. I see a lot. Elvis Duran's show. I'm calling it out. That's ridiculous. I am so envious of those guys. They get I to know. go to the Turks and Caicos. They go on cruises. They go to Arizona. They go to the here. They go to there. They go everywhere. Yeah. Our show's bigger than their show. Why are we doing that? <laughs> I, I have questions. <laughs> I have questions. But I don't have answers. <laughs> oh, so that's what we would both like to do. Yeah, there you know, go. Yeah. You guys always ask. There's some honesty that we would love to to be able to travel somewhere yes. and do some things. 100%. I think a lot of people can relate to that too. Disney Aulani mm-hmm. broadcast. Yeah. I well, did let's one go. I did one 10, 10 11 years ago for San Francisco only market. Like we're on a national platform. Send us a Disney Aulani. We'll do a broadcast from there for a week. Yep. I'll make all the TikToks. Oh my god. You Morgan, want me to I'll do it all. I'll dance for Morgan on the beach. <laughs> I don't dance, but I will dance for Disney. That's our selling point. Okay, yeah. he's dancing. We got to go. With a smile. <laughs> I will smile and I'll dance. Oh, well, we aren't moving on to anything technically more positive. At number five was Lunchbox uh, (laughs) feuding with Chris Jansen. So um, not exactly like the more positive direction of things, but I will. um, I want to share some food worlds with you. So you ready? Okay, let's do it. And they're both Mountain Dew related. Okay, Okay? I love Mountain Dew. (laughs) You're not going to love these. Okay. Um, (laughs) First up is the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot is returning. It's a drink. That's literally Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot. I had suggested we put it on the wheel for somebody to drink. Yeah. Um, You know, maybe it still gets picked at some point later on down the road, but that was a, a suggestion of mine because it's officially the drink of Hell, Michigan. Because of the spicy, sweet, yeah. kick of heat, all that good stuff. So if you want to try it, it's out in retailers starting. No thanks. This I don't weekend. even like flaming hot by itself. I don't. I don't why would I put <laughs> Do you it like into a Mountain Dew? Flaming hot Cheetos. No, I don't. I think that's the collaboration is yeah. flaming hot Cheetos with, with Mountain that. Dew. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I don't like that by itself. I don't like those Cheetos. I just think it's gross. Yes, I like, well, I like regular Cheetos. Same. Yeah. I don't like spicy things. Yeah, I don't mind a little bit of spice, but when it gets to a point where it's so spicy, you can't even enjoy the freaking food. No, listen, Scuba, I, I don't want cilantro anywhere near my food. You cilantro know why? tastes like gum. It t- cilantro is awful, first of all, but it also yes. adds this weird level of spice that I don't understand. Cilantro is like a minty one. Don't, don't. Yeah, the I'm minty one, right? You, the minty leaves? It kind of looks like that. Yeah. But I'm telling you, when cilantro is added to things, it is more spicy. Okay. I don't understand. Like it enhances the, the spice flavors and notes of other items Something. maybe? Something. Like okay. I've had spicy margaritas and stuff. Yes, uh-huh. they're like I'd have them take out the jalapenos and all the things. And there'd be freaking cilantro <laughs> and something about it does it. <laughs> the chemical reaction of the cilantro, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. it is. But I, I like noticed cilantro, that. Yeah. And maybe there's certain cilantro that's spicy and certain that's mint. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It's gross, regardless. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm glad we're on team no cilantro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also I had tried, I'll probably put a video up of it sometime, but Mountain Dew released this whole line of seltzers. Okay. And I was so excited like because- alcoholic seltzers? Yes. Okay. Like alcohol, the good stuff. I think they have like watermelon, regular, but I was particularly excited because they had a Baja Blast version. Oh, wow. Okay, and I was cool. like, Baja Blast Mountain Dew seltzer, Heck yes. yeah. Okay. Because I have been to the Taco Bell cantinas and had ma- oh, yeah. the Baja Blast vodka drinks and they're amazing. I'm like, yes, I want that all the time. Got really excited. It tastes like absolute butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now, do not try any of these seltzers. <laughs> I got so excited. Really? I have like good? 10 still sitting in my fridge because I'm like, I'm never going to drink these. Oh, no. So bad. The only one that's 
probably worth like trying or drinking is like the OG one, the Mountain Dew, like regular seltzer. Okay. Uh, it tastes like Mountain Dew, so at least you can get like a little drunk while having regular Mountain Dew. But the other ones just don't taste good. Oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. And that and sucks. maybe like it's my side of me that doesn't like seltzers. I love high noons. Have you ever had a high noon? No, I haven't. No, I don't drink seltzer, so I haven't really had many of them. You would love high noons because okay. they got vodka in them, so they're I a little like bit vodka. different. Well, if you had to have a seltzer, you would like this one. <laughs> I know you like your whiskey, your hard stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whiskey bourbon. Whiskey bourbon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen you drink them on your post. You'll post like a glass. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, you need to try Red Door if you have it. Not Red Door. Um, uh, to have, crap, what's its name? Patterson There's, House? No. There, it's a speakeasy, yes. Okay. But you have to have like an exclusive phone number to get in. Red phone oh, booth. Red phone booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the phone number. Yeah. Have you been? From a guy named Bill. So when I was, um, when I was, I was doing like a staycation a couple of weeks ago at the Grand Hyatt or wherever it was, I, was, I had this whole thing planned on my wife. We went to Bourbon Steak, went somewhere else, and I hit the guy up. I was like, "Hey, I, I know it's a phone number, or whatever. Can I please have it? I want to get in." And he goes, "Yeah, here's the number. No guarantee you can get in, but here's the number. Don't show up sloppy drunk, wear whatever, yada yada yada." And we just got so drunk at the other at the other spot that I want to I didn't want to ruin not weird that we're sloppy, but I didn't want to ruin like my chance to go to the phone booth because I also want to sign up for a membership. Oh, you want to be like, mm. yeah, I want my cigar Excuse box. There's so many men at that place. Let me tell you something. Why well, like men? So, <laughs> what are you getting at? No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying kidding. like you would fit in great. When okay. I I had went there for a friend's birthday. <laughs> the way you phrase it, like there, see, there are so many men there. Well, I say that because I was literally like, this makes sense. Okay. Because oh, it's, it's a, a cigar, yeah. yes, cigar place. Like, and it's very male oriented. Okay, it's like a guys' club kind of yes. jazz bar. Yes, it's very very much so. So when I had went to the bathroom, I literally walked in the back and I was like. There's a whole lot of old men up in here, and that is very accurate of the place that I am in right now. <laughs> they have, like, cigar lockers when you first walk in? They don't have—oh, yes. They with have, like, like lockers on with people's names on it, so yes, yeah. very special people. And then in the back, they have the whole cigar thing to go okay. check out or whatever. So I want my name on one of those lockers. Oh, you want, like, the—you want to be, like, the bougie-bougie. I want the locker, yeah, because when there's a spot when I was living in Burbank called Morton Steakhouse. I think it's a national chain. Yeah, we have one here. Okay, but they have one— at the same at the iHeart building, like on the end of it, they had some restaurants. Nice. And one of them was Morton's, and I remember always walking in there for meetings or whatever, and I always would see the guys that had their name on the locker with the cigars. It was always like famous people. Mm. I was like, man, I want my name on a locker like that. And now we're here in Nashville, and it's a little bit cheaper at this spot than Morton's was. That would make sense. So I was like, I can afford this. I can do it. All right, I just got to convince my wife, but I can afford this one. So I really want it, but I don't want to commit to it without being uh, having gone there. So I want to go there first, and we couldn't go that night because we we're too drunk, and I didn't mm. want to. I didn't want to ruin my chances of getting on a wall. So. Nice, that makes sense. So you have not been, but have you do know been. about it. I do know about it, and I do want to go. I was gonna say this is right up your alley with you. Just thinking of you with the little classic bourbon drink, and they got I'm- good drinks there too. Oh, yeah, the drinks were great. Okay, and they, cool. like, suggest that you don't drink what you normally do. They'll be like, okay, tell me what you like, and they'll make you something. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's like a Patterson house. They'll do that, which I didn't realize that was right by our work. Oh, yeah, right here. It's that hidden. place is so cool. And um, and I was sitting there. My wife and I were having a couple of drinks. This is when our kids were in the Bay, so we had some adult time. Went out for some drinks. Her and I on a date night. We're hanging out and talking. And then uh, we're sitting there at the bar, and we're having a couple of drinks, and then talking to the bartender. And he's, they always ask him, oh, what are you doing? Well, who are you? What do you do? What kind of thing? I was like, I work in radio. I never really say what I do or where I work for. I said, oh, I work in radio. Oh, that's cool, cool, cool. And he goes, yeah, I do music, and I play in a band. I said, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I go to the bathroom, and I come back, and he's talking to my wife. 
And then I hear him say Boy Named Banjo. And I was like, I recognize that. I know the Boy Named Banjo. He goes, yeah, I'm the drummer in Boy Named Banjo. I was like, holy <laughs> crap. I was like, he's like, I, was like I, work, I work with Bobby Bones. He goes, oh, I know Bobby Bones. We were on tour with him. We went on Bobby Fest. And I was like, this is so cool. So he's one, he's one of the bartenders there. This is, I guess, that's the kind of town we live in. You just never know who you're going to work with yes. or who you're going to be around at, at, at a restaurant because everyone's trying to make it. And they haven't quite made it yet. So they got to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And then behind me, and as I come back, this guy goes, the bartender from Boy Named Banjo. I think his name's Matt. I forget his name already. Uh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Boy named Banjo is a shout out. Yeah. And yeah. the drummer. And he goes, Hey, the guy behind you pay for your drink. Oh, that his name was Matthew. Guy behind you pay for your drink. And I looked over, I was like, I gave him the, Hey, what's up? And I walk over, he goes, Hey man, I recognized you in your voice. He goes, Scuba Steve, Bobby Bone Show. And I was like, yeah, he goes, he goes, I don't want to, I don't want to be weird. I don't, I don't want to bother you or, or want to come up to you and talk to you. He goes, but because I figured the easiest way to get it, your attention was buy you a drink. And I was like, oh, nice. I was, I was like, nice, dude. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And then I, of course, walked over and we talked and he was a really cool dude. I think he's from like the Tampa area or the, the uh, South Florida region. Mm-hmm. Really cool dude. And he was there on a, uh, with his girl. And I was like, okay, this, this is a Patterson House, I guess, is my long story short, is a really cool bar yeah. if you're coming to Nashville. Got to make reservations in advance, though, because it is a reservation-only bar, kind of speakeasy. Yep. Uh, but I love that spot. Listen, you take me to any speakeasy, I get very drunk very quickly. Yeah. And I have a great <laughs> alcohol tolerance, but something they put in those drinks is not normal. Yeah, they're strong, and they make—it's like the top shot. I don't know if it's because they use different levels of liquor, and it's just strong. I don't know, but they you're right. They also put egg whites in some of them, and something about egg whites and alcohol, I think, just up the ante of yes, whatever goes in my concoction. body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, I, I have like two, and I'm like, whoa. Uh-huh. Listen, yeah. for, for all the single people out there, do not go to speakeasy-type places for your first date. I have learned that the hard way. You did one of those? Oh, my gosh, I did. I was like, I should not have done this. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm so drunk, and this is not good for a first date. Yeah, I never went out with that guy again, thankfully. <laughs> I um, just told him too much. <laughs> yeah, you just, well, I was like, I'm getting sloppy. This is, like, not good for me. I was like, I need to go home. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to bow out gracefully of the fact that I should not have come to this place. <laughs> They are cool, though. Yes. Cool for a date night with somebody that you know. Yeah, You've been with for a minute. Yeah, Or like a friend or night. friends. Yeah. Girls night. Guys night. Whatever. Totally. They're cool. Yeah. Perfect. And like true speakeasies, it may not be a, the best for a boys or girl night because you have to be super quiet. Yeah, true. There's no talking. I've never been to one of those. But yeah. the red phone booth, they do encourage you not to be on your phone. Okay. I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. I respect that. Yes. That's the only vibe there. We got okay. You even got some... Nice little um, suggestions for Nashville when y'all come to here. So, yeah. Thank you, Scuba Steve. Because I ask a lot. Like they on do. the voice phone line, social. What do we do? Where do we go? There's all things on social, too. I've put together yeah. so many blogs, and I try and send them out or whatever. But yeah, I always send them out to affiliates, too, because we'll get like, an affiliate will send me an email and say, oh, so-and-so is coming to Nashville. They sent me this email, and it's always, where do we go? It's why mm-hmm. I always give them that link from our site that you put together. I have, like everyone's suggestions. There's like four different ones on there. There's one that everyone suggests, which... I need to be updated, but I saw that nobody it's got will some, answer uh, <laughs> yeah. me. <laughs> I'm going to try to update it. So I ended up putting like three other blogs together of things because I seem to be the one that goes out the most into Nashville. You do, yeah. So I put together one of murals, all the different murals in town, if you want to oh, okay, see cool. all those. Um, I put together one of all of my favorite places to eat, like for all different things, food, like desserts, breakfast, brunch, everything, a yeah. bunch of different places. And then I did one of um, like just my favorite restaurants. So I did do three like on top of that that are updated constantly because that's the only way I can seem to update yeah. <laughs> our Nashville ones. <laughs> I think everyone just kind of like looks to you like, what would you do, Morgan? Yeah. You're the one that goes out the most. Ray goes out a little bit too, but I think you're the one that Ray goes does. to the same places. Yeah, Ray's, yeah, Ray's a regular kind of guy. Yes. Yeah. I do try and at least try all the new places because people tend to ask a lot. And I do put up like Rex on my 
Instagram page. Wait, you even recommended when I first moved here, you gave me a whole, I still have it in my notes. I haven't been to all of them yet, but most of them. Mm-hmm. And I would say probably 99% of the ones you recommended were good. Yes. So I was like, okay, cool. There may be a few in there that you're like, what? And it's probably because I only had like a grilled cheese there or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some that were like, okay, but I was like, it was still good though. Mm-hmm. And it, there are some where I noticed where the vibe and the energy of the place and the look of it, aesthetics superseded the food, but I also am an ambiance kind of person. So yep. I like the way certain things are for what they are. Yep. I do. I go off vibes, like, especially if you're asking me for like bachelorette, bachelor parties, I'm like, listen, these yeah. are the top places to go. If you're like, I'm just coming with my boyfriend. I'm like, here you go. Yeah. So I try to take in all of those to account, at least so people can research on their own, having some type of way of like, these are good ones. Let me see which one works for me. Totally. Yeah. Based on your, your kind of trip. Yeah. So if you go to bobbybones.com and just Google Nashville, they're all up there. Yes. So if you want recommendations, they are there. I promise. Stop I asking me for them. Just go there. <laughs> or calling the voicemail <laughs> line, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily. As I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she as my father believed, a witch. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming hot off the Nashville recommendations, I also want to talk about some movie TV suggestions because a listener called into the show and offered somebody else on the show a movie role. So not only is Amy going to Hollywood, but somebody else on the show Maybe going to do another movie role, which is pretty cool. It was all for the guys, though. So I feel a little left out. That's fine. So if another listener wants <laughs> to come not fine. In. <laughs> the, only, the only truth that's being on the show is probably you. <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to call in and yeah. offer me a role, and so, I'll do it. And I've always wanted to be a bad guy. I've done improv at the Groundlings. See? I've always wanted to be like the mean, real, like, like I've always wanted to be kind of like one of two ways. 
like the 80s bad guy, like the slick back hair, which I don't have, but like, yes. like the Russian mean looking guy, mm-hmm. or have my own horror saga, like a Michael Myers or a Freddy Krueger Jason type scenario. Ooh, that's a where vibe. That's me for like seven movies. If you go guy. into like a cycle show, I'm never going to be able to see you differently though. It's okay though. I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's a risk I'm willing to take. As long as you've accepted. <laughs> I won't be able to sleep at night anytime I interact with you. <laughs> so you guys heard it here. If, you're, if you have some type of connection, that's what Scuba Steve wants. And I just want to do anything fun. So call me. I'll, I'll do commercials and weird dances, whatever. Nothing too crazy though. I don't want to do the NSFW, please. No, no, no. That's no, not no, my no, vibe. No, no, no. no. Um, but do you have any TV show movie suggestions for the people? <laughs> I didn't say, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. I will um, not see any pictures of my feet. <laughs> that too. I will not do that. This is not asking me for feet photos. People ask you that for real? I'll, often. It really? still happens very often. Wow. Okay. There is like a feet selling, feet picture selling website. And I'm like, you know what? May consider that. Well, because it's it's kind of anonymous, right? Well, yeah, you know, we're gonna know about your feet. What the yeah. what's the worst that's gonna happen? But also, I just I have some weird images in my head if somebody buys like my feet photos. I'm like, what, what are happens? they doing with that? Well, you know what they're doing with it. I know that's what that's the picture I have in my head, and yeah. then I'm like, it's hard to get past that. But yeah. I see people make like fifty thousand dollars and more doing this, and yes. I'm like, you know, I could use some extra cash. Yeah, I could I could get with that. So I've, I've thought about it <laughs> and I may do it because it'd also be a funny bit on the show if I start selling my feet pictures. Oh my God. Then everyone's going to try to figuring out which one's Morgan's feet mm-hmm. <laughs> and someone on the B team or someone somewhere will, will have deduced from a photo you took 10 years ago somewhere, something, and they'll place it to it and they'll know that it's you. And then all of a yes. sudden they figured it out. But I don't want it to be like Morgan from the Bobby Bone show if you Google it. And yeah. feet <laughs> <laughs> so it had to be like anonymous in some way. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I may, I may do that like okay. the, the website rather than people just dming me for it because that that feels violating then they do know it's me yeah yeah but if i go through it, like the website situation nobody knows i just sell the photos yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> sit tight on that one that could still happen oh yeah uh, <laughs> so basically if you don't yep. want me to sell my body parts please go watch my reels so i can make money that way <laughs> that's what i'm saying this is for her boyfriend's sake <laughs> <laughs> he had, you know, I mean, my boyfriend. He'd be fine with it, right? Because oh, your yeah. feet, right? He's, he was like, "Why are you doing that? Like, yeah, let's yeah. go." What are you waiting <laughs> on? Yeah, it's your feet, but but it, feet is a gateway drug into other body parts. You would think I do have some very great self control, though, so uh-huh. I think I That's could good. manage that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you? <laughs> we gotta get away with feet conversation. Yeah, yeah, sorry, back to the television shows yes. and stuff, right? Yes. So, uh, you got any television shows, movies that you've seen recently that you want to suggest? So I have. It's been out for a minute. I just never because for me. My life as children and not getting to things when I want to get to them. So I finally have gotten a show I've been wanting to watch for like two years. It's called Upload. It's on Amazon oh my God, Prime. It's so good. Oh, it's so cool. I just started the second season. Yes. Uh, it is such a it's a concept that seems like would would actually happen. I don't mm-hmm. want to say too much because I, I feel like I would say some spoilers, but I don't want to Okay here. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're <laughs> gonna talk about <laughs> upload. <laughs> if you do not want to hear it, <laughs> please pass like five minutes. Okay. Go on. Here you go. So upload. Yes. It's the concept, the fact that that that. Well, for, first off, the first thing of the of the self driving vehicle mm-hmm. and that crash. That is exactly why I would never get a self driving car. Yeah, because we have self driving cars right now. Like that's that could stupid. happen. You should not have a self driving car. It should not be legal because of what you would see in upload. If you've seen upload, you go, yeah, that that's a thing. Somebody in that in the the company of the car or the government could take over and try to get rid of you. 
And that's how they would do it. Mm-hmm. And they'd be go, oh, it's car malfunction and no one would ever know. Yep. Because Especially it's at this car. point because it's so new. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they just blame it on the technology not being whatever. And there's always going to be casualties when there's new technology. And I'm not willing to be one of those casualties. Yes. But also, uh, I'm not worried about the fact that it is the car driving and the person in the car gets injured. It's like a DUI. The other people that are involved in the accident that could be involved in that mm-hmm. crash. Yep. So the government or somebody in that company could not be wanting to take out the self-driver. It could be trying to take out the car that has me in it, and they want to take me out. Yeah. I know I'm going too far with this, but that's my thought process your, on it. Your mind definitely went down a rabbit hole on Oh, that yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't trust it. I want control of the damn wheel. Yes. There is there is a reason why I have the control so that I can have the human decision-making process to fix what I want to do. And I ain't that lazy. If I'm not tired of that lazy, I'm not, I'm not driving. I'm not Fair. going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So... Thank you. I don't need it. It may become the way of the future. We may not have any other options. Well, but I will always have an old car then that has a steering wheel. And then, and then You'll be like that guy who has that jankety old truck that's like still sitting. He's like, it still works. I'm yeah. still driving it. The I'll only re- one on the road. <laughs> I'll, retro, I'll be retro. Yes. That'll be really cool. But yeah, that idea of like the whole afterlife is really cool. And like, that part too. Yes. Really cool. Wild. But then, it, then it gets scary because then I was thinking about as I was watching the first couple episodes, I'm like, what about the poor people or the people who mm-hmm. can't afford the level that that guy was at? And you saw how that progressed. Yeah. And I was what like, happened. oh my God, this is, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of scary too, though. Because mm-hmm. what if you become broke in the afterlife and then you have to get shipped down to that space? Mm-hmm. Very crazy. Like it's a yeah. really cool, different show. And that se- that second season like really just came out a few weeks ago. Oh, but it did? it's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just started watching it. I thought it already came out. Nope. I watched the first season when it first came out. Uh-huh. First premiere. I was like, this is great. And it's, I was waiting for the second season. Because the way it ended. You're like, oh so my God. So good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so when the second season came out, I binged it in one day, like five hours. I was like, I'm done. I, already, I need the third season now. It's yeah. so good. Okay, cool. Because I'm only mm-hmm. in the first or second episode of, of that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering because I'm like, I was getting nervous about if the show was going to slowly start to dissolve or tank or just because like, mm-hmm. where else could this go? I think, and I think... At least they're talking about getting it renewed for season three. And I think it might. Okay. Because I do think it has a good reviews. That the lead actor in it, I knew him from some of my CW superhero shows that he I watched. He looks very familiar. Yeah. Okay. That's where he's from. Yeah. And he's in a bunch of movies and stuff too. But I just knew them from that, which is what turned me on to watching Upload. Uh, okay. I was like, I love him as an actor. So I looked into it and it was fantastic. And that girl in there, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I've she's never, great. I've never seen her before. Yeah. A yeah. lot of new actors in that, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So He's Amazon Prime. Actor. Yeah, Amazon Prime. That's a good one. And then, of course, I'm watching Survivor. Okay, Survivor of course. Survivor season 42. I love Survivor. Nice. I've yeah. told Lunchbox, but uh, is the is the host the, still the same guy? Jeff Probst. He's still there, yeah. Yes. He went to school with my dad. He did? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yes. They, wow. hung, they ran around together, as my dad says, back in the day. We <laughs> <laughs> did a little car hopping at milkshakes. Yeah, they don't really say hang out. He's like, yeah, we ran around together back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We listened to Frank Sinatra and mm-hmm. drove around the streets. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's so, really cool. So he's from Kansas? Uh, I don't know if he's from Kansas. Oh, where's your dad just from? Went to high, well, my dad's from like Southeast Kansas, okay. but um, I don't know if he just went to high school there, if he's from there. I don't, I don't really know, yeah. but I do think he is from Kansas. Oh, cool. Incomplete, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you went to school there, you, I mean, you have, you're in a sense there from... Yeah, yeah. most of the time. Yeah. I think it was high school, my dad said. I don't know. He's, cool. just, he's always said that. Every time Survivor gets brought up, he's like, you know, I ran around with him back in the day. I'm like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> That'd be cool if like we can have their pass crossed. And he's like, hey, man, I remember... And he goes, hey, whatever well, dad's name is, I, I remember running around even, with you. I think there's even more of a connection to him. Like, I think there would be even greater friends than I'm saying. I don't know oh, if really? they talk as much, like, now, like, after, you know, life happened and they grew apart. But I do think they were pretty good friends. Back in the day. That's really cool. 
Did he ever from say, what I remember. Did he ever say like this was like his passion to get on television or because Jeff Probst kind of came out of nowhere because mm-hmm. he did because I mean I was younger so I don't really know where he came from but it seemed like it was Survivor was the only thing. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, not, but I've never really asked my dad like further, and I don't know that he would remember. Gotcha. Like, so like was he like ago. an actor kind of guy? Like he loved thespian or he yeah, loved doing like know. the morning announcements? I'll have to ask my dad. Yeah. I'll get an update for you. I love that. Please. I didn't uh, know yeah, that yeah. you watched it. I've told Lunchbox because oh. I know he watches that show all the time. But. I've watched it since season one. Richard Hatch being butt naked running And you're still not tired of it. Still not tired of it. And I want to be on that show so bad. I feel like you could do that. Oh, I feel like I definitely could do it. Yeah, but 42 seasons. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can figure that out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was like, let's get me on there. Yeah. I always thought it'd be cool if Lunchbox, because I know his passion for it, if they did teams and like it was like coworkers, mm. brothers, sisters, or whatever. Yeah. And like him and I were on a team, and then we could be on the same team, and like we could have the immediate alliance going into it. I think they did a season like that. I don't remember, but but I'd like to bring that season back if that's a concept. Yeah, of like you should pitch it. It'd be, so be like, cool. hey, teams, we want to do this together. Built-in promotion too, Bobby Bones show. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But TV shows don't really tend to like us for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, they do and they don't though. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah. We had super fan. We had. Bri- Big Brother, two that we did not like. Oh yes, yeah. That for, as far as casting goes, correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Not not that will come on the show. Everybody will come on the show for the most oh, yeah, part. Oh yeah. <laughs> but as far as actually getting casted, no. True, true, true. That's right. But maybe the third time's a charm. Maybe Lunchbox maybe. and I will get on Survivor. You know, I'm gonna root for you guys. I hope for that for you. I will right, we'll shoot our uh, our what do we call it? Our your videos. Audition videos. Yeah. Yes. I'm expecting that. I'd also like to see that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any movies? Those are two TV shows. So any movies? Movies. Um, I haven't seen a movie in a minute. Oh, there's a movie. Oh, okay. Do one of yours because I got to think of what mine's called. And I saw okay. it recently. It's got Bob Odenkirk, unless you've seen it. It's on HBO Max. No, it's I don't think It's got Bob so. Odenkirk. You know Bob from Better Call Saul? No, I don't. You know Better Call Saul? No. You haven't seen Better Call Better. Have you seen Breaking but, uh, Bad? No, but I know Breaking Bad. You haven't seen Breaking Bad? Mm-mm. I'm not into dark TV shows. It takes a wow. lot for me to watch them. Okay. But right. speaking of some dark TV shows, I'm watching Moon Knight on Disney Plus. And yes. it is so good. I saw that when I was uh, in San Francisco with my little nephews because they love the Marvel mm-hmm. shows. That I saw one episode. Whoa, so good. So cool. It's different than any of the other TV shows that they've done. It's just uh-huh. worldly different in the way that it's presented and in how he is in the universe and stuff. And it's so good. Like we watch it as soon as it comes out, my boyfriend and I. That's our thing. We watch all the Marvel movies and TV shows together. And Moon Knight has been like one of our favorites. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good one. And I just thought of it. HBO Max is called Nobody. Nobody. It's a movie. Oh, is is this the guy that like gets beat up or something? In the photo, he's beat up. Yeah, it's like he got a bunch of like it's got a bunch of fists on his face. Yes. That yes. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he like yeah, I want I don't say too much because you should watch it. It's a really, really good movie. Is it a is it a thriller? It's uh, action. It's straight up okay. action. I can watch action movies. Action's I like those. There's like it's not like a, it's not horror or like that kind of a thing. It's straight up, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be action because it starts off with this guy like in a dead end job kind of scenario, mm. and then it changes, and you're like, "This is cool." What would you give it? Oh, I'd give it five punches out of five. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I, I had so much fun watching it. Okay. And Did very, you laugh? Um, there were some moments where you laugh a little bit, which I like those kind of action movies mm-hmm. where Same. you're like, "Oh my god, it's kind of funny." Yes. People who don't like that. I don't get it. You need a little bit of a comedic. Uh, elements to break up all that blood mm-hmm. and action and fighting. Like you need some sort of breakup. Yes. So I'm, I'm all about it. And there's some moments where, it, and it's not like he's intending to be funny. I feel like, I feel like it's just what he did and said or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Okay. Nobody HBO max. HBO max. Please watch it. I love that. I, I also, think you and your boy would love it. Okay. I think we almost, boy. Your my, boyfriend. my boy, <laughs> what is this? Like I have a pimp or something. Scuba? What in the world? 
<laughs> yeah, you and your boys are going to love that one. <laughs> Me and my kids, like, I'm a mom know. now? I don't know where I'm going. Oh, it's okay. Um, so that's a good one. <laughs> Me and my boy. I also, <laughs> um, CW doesn't get a lot of cred for what they have, but All American and Superman and Lois are both really good shows on there if you're kind of like low-key but good shows. Superman, like from back in the day, Superman and Lois? With, no, with Superman and Lois is a new new revival of it. The Lois and Clark adventures or whatever mm-hmm. back in the it's day? It's like a new revival, and they've done really well with it. I so, like it. So they basically took Lois and Clark, and they just flipped it to Superman and Lois. Mm-hmm. Superman. It's like a revival. They do so many revivals in the DC universe, I'm not surprised about any of it anymore. Oh, but I had no idea this was even a thing. Because mm-hmm. I, really I loved the old one. one back in the day with Dean uh, Kane. That was really great. Yeah, I've never seen that one. I've never seen like the really older ones. Yeah, from the 90s. Mm-hmm. But I do really like this one. I think they've done good with it. And oh, they not- got that Tyler Hochin guy, mm-hmm. whatever. He's perfect for Superman. Yeah. He's got like that perfect jaw mm-hmm. for it and everything. And he's still like in the the C, the CW has done really good with like the DC universe on the TV side. Some yeah. people say not. They think they're too cheesy if they're like uh, comic book fans or whatever. But I've enjoyed all of them. And he's played Superman in those other TV shows. So okay. then he got his own show finally. Makes sense. And it's really good. So if you're into the Superman franchise, I would suggest watching it. And I think the cheese factor of that is just almost like implied. Because if you watch the old, old, like where superheroes and comics originated, it was very cheesy. Mm -hmm. So for anyone to say, oh, I need to be super dramatic and serious, then you truly aren't really a fan of superheroes because that's kind of what it's always been. It's kind of, you got men running around in tights. It's pretty cheesy. And the stuff stuff they do and say is really cheesy. That's what it is. Exactly. And And if you want it to be dramatic, you're watching the wrong shows. Yeah, you, you, well, need not, you need to not like superheroes. And I like I'm also not very hard to please with things. Yeah. Like if it's good, it's got superheroes. It takes my mind off things. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, it takes a lot for me to say, oh, that's really good, and suggest it to other people. But like I watched all of those CW superhero shows: Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, all of it, and I yeah. loved all of them. I still keep up with them. Yeah, I haven't seen many of them, but I have a friend who I consider to have a lot of credibility and like that kind of stuff. My friend's David. And uh, he loves all of those CW. Mm-hmm. And he's a true superhero fan like Tori. He would read comic books as a child and would watch all the shows growing up. And then he just is a big fan of Marvel and DC. And he loves all those. Flash is his They're absolute so favorite out of it's all so the shows good. he's seen ever is Flash. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So if he says it, then I, I believe it. I haven't had a chance to watch it. But I, but I would love to watch those shows. Well, and I will say too, it's super unfortunate because I don't mind Ezra Miller, but he isn't. He's been in the press a lot lately. He's a Flash in the movies yeah. from DC, and Grant Gustin, who plays Flash in the CW shows, is so much better. Okay, he's a great Flash. Like he's the perfect, like exactly what I would picture Flash to be. But Ezra Miller is like good, but I still Ezra Miller actually showed up on one of the episodes of Flash. Oh, really? Playing somebody else. It's, it was a multi-universe, like, several seasons ago. He kind of showed up, and I still, like, seen him next to each other. I was like, yeah, no, Grant Gustin all the way. He's the one, okay, well, I just looked at his face. He's got such a peculiar look. He was the guy in Fantastic Beasts, the um, the dead kid, the one that uh, everyone was, they were trying was to. Was he in Fantastic Beasts? I didn't think he was. Yeah, he was. He was in the one that just came out, but he was also in the one from a while back. He played Tom. Grant, I don't, I don't think Grant Gus is it showing up on there. Not Grant, Ezra Miller. Oh, I was like, wait, what? Yes, Ezra, Ezra. Miller is in all the Fantastic. He games. plays, he plays the guy that's not alive, right? The Tom guy or whatever. He's alive. Oh, he's alive. Mm-hmm. He wasn't alive the ones that I saw. It was like, remember, he was like black and white, and he wasn't there. No, he's alive. Oh, I thought he wasn't alive. I think you're thinking he's in there, but I yeah. think you're thinking of a different character. But he was the he's one that Credence was Credence. In Credence, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's alive. Oh, okay. 
Oh, what am I thinking of then? I'm thinking of something where he doesn't exist in the in that realm, but he's there, but isn't there. Credence. Now, who the hell am I thinking of? I don't know. Wow. I, well, it. Hmm. I should. He is alive, but okay. he does have a dark side that is like pulling on a lot That's of. That's what it is. Okay. Yes. Okay. Where they, where you would think he was Voldemort or something. In a way, yes. He's he's on the dark side. He has okay. dark powers. Okay. So you're not wrong. Which okay. that does lead me to. I did see Fantastic Beasts: The New One. I Secrets saw that. Of yeah, pretty good. Oh my god! There's people out there that don't like it, and I'm like, people are like, "Why did we do this?" I love the Fantastic Beast series. I think they're incredible. It's awesome. It's so cool. I don't know why we're hating on like people who are like massive fans. I don't understand like hate of these. Like we were never gonna get more Harry Potter movies. That was done. never gonna happen. Yeah. So why wouldn't we love to have another Wizarding World situation happening? And I love the animals. Like the animals is my favorite part. Okay. To see all these like creatures that they come up with that are in the wizarding world, it is cool. It's cool. That's what that's what made Star Wars so famous is because of all the creatures and different things that they created. Yes, like that's you, what's so cool. You really don't have that in the Harry Potter movies. You have no. a few that pop up, but nothing like Fantastic Beasts, Beast, which is that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so good. There were like somebody gave me a hard time for saying it. I, I was traumatized, but there were moments I got traumatized in the new movie, and I'm like, oh, that was rough. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Without like saying too much, it yeah. was rough. But I haven't seen it. I think I've only seen the first two. Yeah, and if you've yeah. seen the first two, perfect because yeah. you know everything that's happening. So the original one and the second one was the one with Johnny Depp, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. There's been a different Grindelwald each time, so that's the only non, the only yeah. thing that hasn't been consistent a month. But all the rest of the actors are the same. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne still played. Uh, and he's commander. Oh my god, he's so he's good. the best at it. There is a he's crab so cool. scene. I'm just gonna say that there's a crab scene in this movie. You will die laughing. Okay. <laughs> Hilarious. Like he is, okay. it showed how great of an actor he is. Yeah. He's a, he's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot as an actor. He's so good. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Se- Secrets of Dumbledore. I gave it five out of five pickets. And so does Jude Law play Dumbledore? Cause this is like when he was younger, right? Yep. And Jude Law's great as Dumbledore. Okay, cool. I love Jude Law. Mm-hmm. I love Jude Law. He's so, he was a perfect mix of like mysterious, but like serious and Intel is just so good. Because Jude Law it was an AI, the one with Haley Osmond, Haley Joe Osmond. I think you might have. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen AI? Uh-uh. Oh, wow. But okay. I've seen The Holiday, which has Jude Law in it, which is like my favorite Christmas movie. Yes, this is not a Christmas movie. This is like a very like sci-fi, futuristic type movie. Yeah, I don't I think I've seen Jude AI. Law. Yeah, you would love, I think you would love it. It's a long movie, though. It's the only problem. I think mm. it's like two hours and change. Uh, but it's got, you know Haley Joe Osmond, the guy from... Um, Six Sense, the little the little boy. No, because I never saw Six Sense. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Haley Joel Osment is, is, though? Is is a thriller, right? It's a yes. Hor- yeah, I don't well, watch Bruce those. Willis. Okay, but do you know who Haley Joel Osment is, though? The let actor. Me, let me look at. I don't know. It's not ringing a bell. Haley. Haley. It's Haley Joel Osment. Oh. Um. If you look at a picture of him now, you would not recognize him because no, he's I- an adult. I do know him from something else. Yeah, Jude Law is in that. So yeah, he he was he plays the robot in, in AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, that's so interesting. I yeah. do know him though. I don't really know why. Yeah, Haley Joe Osmond's pretty badass. He's in a lot of um. He's in a lot. He's very big in the '90s and kind of went away. But mm-hmm. um. Secondhand Lions. Yes. I haven't seen that one. <gasps> that's a great movie. Of course, you've seen something I haven't seen, but you haven't seen the classical <laughs> ones. <laughs> I've seen this one that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, you should watch Second Lions. That is a really good movie. And Steven Spielberg is the director of AI. So if you like Steven Spielberg, how old is that movie? It's from 1996 or something around that God, time. You frame. guys are just giving me all the movies to watch. Yeah, it's an older one. I'm trying to figure out when this came out, but oh, 2001. Sorry, 2001. Two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, that's long. But it's good. 
Listen, if I couldn't sit through the Batman, I don't know if I can sit through one that's not like that. And you probably haven't seen Usual Suspects yet either that uh-huh. we talked about from like six months ago. No. Uh, okay. It, t- it takes a lot out of me to watch these old movies. I know, I know. But they're Especially good, when there's so many new ones that are good. I'm like, why would I go back and watch these? Because these are the classics. Classics for you, maybe. These are the movies that made the movies that are now. Everybody gets mad at me, and I'm like, the classics for me were Disney. I watched True. all the Disney movies. Yeah. You could quiz me on Disney all day long, and I'd know it all. Okay. That's my, like, era of expertise. So then when I got older, I finally, like, branched out. What is Woody's last name in Toy Story? I don't know. Har- Harrelson? As <laughs> <laughs> an actor. I don't think he has. I think it's just Sheriff Woody. I don't think he does. Yeah, I think it's just Sheriff Woody. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> trip you up trick a little bit. me. I do feel really good about Disney, though. We do those yeah. those games, and it, it irks me so bad that they don't know any Disney of them. Ones, it bothers me. I grew up in Orlando, Florida, so Disney is, like, in my veins. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched, just like you, a very similar background. Like, I watched all. I couldn't watch PG-13 and above. Like, when I was a kid, Saved by the Bell was banned from my house. Simpsons was banned because of the teenager situations that were involved in the show. Oh. So I couldn't watch. I mean, I would watch. I would sneak watch them. But my family as a whole was more open to, and it makes sense. I have kids. I get it. Disney. Yeah. It's more family friendly. Yeah, but, like, you think of Disney now, and you look back, and you're like, that wasn't that family friendly. It's true. But it goes over our heads, so we don't they don't really think about it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's usually, there's always somebody dying. A mom dies. Dad dies in the beginning. And it's all this, like, the turmoil and all that. It's also the reason I have unrealistic expectations of love. Yeah, <laughs> so there's that too. Yeah, there's all that. Freaking Disney. Dang it, but I love Disney so much. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. There's the 17th century fraudster who convinced men she was a German princess. The 1950s folk singer who literally drove off into the sunset and was never heard from again. The First Nations activist whose kidnapping and murder ignited decades of discourse about indigenous women's disappearances and the young daughter of a Russian czar whose legendary escape led to even more intrigue and speculation. These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. 
Listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I could talk about Disney all day long, but we're not going to because we've already been here a while. We got to finish this up at some yeah, I point. Know, I know. Somebody gotta, I have to go. I know, but <laughs> they're going to be waiting a little bit longer. <laughs> at number three, we had Luke Combs, and he shared with us how he found out his wife was pregnant, which was a really cool story. So make sure you go listen to that part of the podcast on Just the Bits, which I'll, I'll play back the whole interview on that. Scuba, how did you find out that your wife was pregnant with your kids? Um, so it actually goes back to Harry Potter. Um, so yes. we were, <laughs> yes, Dobby. Yeah. <laughs> so we were living in LA at the time when our first son was born and we had annual passes to universal studios. And we also, that same weekend that I found out we signed up for Disneyland annual passes. And it was at the time when our universal was, was, uh, coming to an end we're like, okay, we're not going to renew universal done it for a year. Let's move on to Disney. So we went to universal for one last time before our passes expired. And next day we were going to sign up for our Disneyland passes. So excited, so pumped, um, and uh, we were going to go, we'd do the whole thing. So we're at Universal, we're riding um, rides like we always do, had a couple of drinks. It was, like the, it was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> we lived 10 minutes from there, and it took it was no traffic to get there because we lived in the valley, and it was the best way to spend like a Friday after a long week, or if you got out work uh, early one day, you go to Universal, ride a couple of rides, or just walk around just to be in that atmosphere was fun. So we're walking around, riding some rides, and then we go on this, the Harry Potter ride, which we've ridden hundreds of times. And never gotten sick, never gotten emotional, never nothing ever happened. And my wife and I rewrote it. And then as we're driving home, she's like, God, I feel really weird. I feel I don't feel like my normal self. Because I feel sick. And I was like, I was like, we run Harry Potter. Like, how are you sick? And she was, I just feel sick. I don't feel like myself. Something just feels weird. And I was like, okay, I don't know. And I don't, I don't know. And she doesn't know. She's never been pregnant before, so she doesn't know the feeling. Whereas when we had our second kid, the same feeling happened. Mm. And she's like, Oh, I know what this means. I'm pregnant. But when it's your first time, you don't know. You just feel sick and you feel weird and different. And she's like, something's just off. Um, and so we went home, and she was still feeling sick. And the next day we woke up, and they were like, oh, well, you feel better? She's like, yeah, I feel a little bit better. I feel a little nauseous, so I won't probably ride a lot of rides at Disney. But let's go. Let's make sure we get our passes so we have them. So we pay for a whole year of Disney, which, which you know, fast forward when you're pregnant, can't be riding roller coasters. You can't be drinking. <laughs> you can't be doing all these things. So we put down, like, like over $2,000 on Disney passes for the both of us <laughs> for a year. Go to Disney, we're having a great freaking time, and then we're riding rides, same thing, and she starts feeling nauseous again from the rides. So we leave a little early because we have annual pass, it doesn't matter, because we can come back yeah. a million times, which is also the beauty of it. And then we go home, and she goes, I think maybe I'm, I, just, I haven't had my period in a while, too. She goes, maybe I'm pregnant. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the moment, like, she would, so like, oh, let's go buy some. So we bought a couple of those little sticks, you, you know, so she gets one, she goes to the bathroom, and then she goes, oh, my God, Steven. And I was like, what? She goes, I'm pregnant. And I was like, hi, yeah, sure, whatever. And I'm, like, making us, like, a drink. It's like, because we're hanging out. Like, we're seeing, like, we're basically, we don't have kids. We're living the life. Living the life. We were doing all kinds of fun things in California you can do in California. You can't do other places. So we're just hanging out, <laughs> having a good time, <laughs> enjoying life. And then she's like, you got to come here. And I was, like, I, was like, I was like, no, I'll be there in a second. I'm almost done making this drink. She goes, no, you got to come here. And obviously, she goes, look at this. And I'm holding this stick. It's got pee all over it. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And I was like, and I put it down. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, to wash my hands. I'm like, gross. She goes, no, look at the stick. And I look at the stick and I go, what? And I just, it was like that moment where like, have you probably seen in cartoons or movies where you just kind of go, it becomes out of body where you're just like, <laughs> like everything zooms out. Like Dr. Strange moment. Yes. Yeah. Where everything mm-hmm. just zooms out and, you're, and then you're, uh, you're looking down on it, but yet you're still there and you're like, you're like, holy crap. Because at that moment, your whole life is completely going to change. And she and I was looking at it, and it set in. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh my god!" I think 
Oh my god! It's one of those moments where you just don't know how to, what to say with her, how to react, and she's sitting on the toilet, and just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> should I do another one? So we did another one. Waited, same thing, mm-hmm. the double line. I think it's double lines when you're yeah. pregnant. And I was like, oh my god! I was like, we're out there having kids. I was like, holy crap! And then first thing I thought I was like, we just bought Disney passes for a whole year. We're locked in. <laughs> you're like, we need that two thousand dollars back like right now. <laughs> yeah, we need the money for the kid, and not only that, but we can't really use this because you can't really ride anything anymore now. You can't be drinking. You can't be like enjoying yeah. the fruits of, you're of like, why hey, we got come this. Come with me for the next nine months so I can do all of it, and you can just hang out. Yes, but then it actually ended up becoming the coolest thing ever to have those annual passes because within those annual passes, we pay for the photo upgrade, and that meant we can go to all the photographers throughout the theme park. Oh, they scan your pass, cool. and then you get the photos right in your phone. You can download high-res images where they're like really nice photos, like the ones you pay $30, $40 for at the gift shop on the way out. We got unlimited photos. So throughout her pregnancy cycle... She, we got photos of like her belly from the beginning to the end until when our son was born. And then we brought him to Disney when he got fully vaccinated and all his shots to go to Disney. So it was actually ended up becoming a really cool experience because we have photos from the very beginning up until we moved when he was about a year and a half of That's going to cool. Disney and taking similar shots at different holiday times and the things that our parents used to do, like mm-hmm. getting those nice, good photos that we just don't do much of because, pho- you know, photos are disposable at our, with our yeah. phones. So we did a lot of that, and we got really good photos. So it ended up being very worth the $2,000 to That's get those photos. Awesome. And yeah. plus it was great because we got to walk around a lot. Like She was in the best shape of her life, even though she was pregnant. She was in great shape because we walked around, and I think it helped with the pregnancy when it when it came to that time. And and it was just a fun time to be pregnant walking around at Disney. So initially I was like, ah! But then I realized, <laughs> oh, this is actually not a, this is pretty cool. We really we really enjoyed the moment. And, and in the moment of being pregnant, it was kind of like I've always wanted to have babies and kids. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay. This is, this is cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so I and didn't he like, even got a little experience of Disney. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he doesn't remember any of it, and which, which is <laughs> funny. Uh, Lightning McQueen in Cars is his favorite of all time. I'm like, oh, you've been to Cars Land like 30,000 times. And I was, he's like, I don't remember any of it. And I show him photos, and he's like, that's me? I'm like, yeah, that's you. That's Lightning McQueen. That's you and Mater and all he's these things. He's so mad as he keeps getting older. He's like, I want to go now. Yeah. I don't remember that, Dad. I was like, well, we don't have vacation, so we can't go now. <laughs> You're also like, I had annual passes then, okay? It's not exactly. the same. Not doing it anymore now, yeah. yeah. Now uh-huh. it costs $1,000 to go in one day just for the tickets. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, so. that's so crazy. That's a cool story, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I didn't have like, I didn't like cry or anything. It wasn't yeah. like one of those, like, oh, my God. It was just because I didn't really think it was that real. We didn't believe it. And we spent all this money on Disney passes, so it was a different <laughs> kind of emotion. But That's but then funny. once it sets in, like, oh, then once it became like a thing and you start seeing the belly grow, I was like, holy crap, this is real life. Mm-hmm. This, this is my kid. And you start feeling the feet kicking on the stomach and all the different stages of the pregnancy. And it was so cool because I got to go to all the appointments and be there for everything. And it was so cool. I really, really, really enjoyed the pregnancy process. Oh, I love that. It was awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, great little story. You'll you. never see the photos because Gooba doesn't really post personal photos. But yeah, I really don't, yeah. at least you get the imagery of them so you can maybe imagine what they look like <laughs> yeah if you have my myspace account i put them up on there okay <laughs> scuba you just revealed your age <laughs> um loved that story and so we were talking about on the show this week too at number two uh bobby and lunchbox revealed the contents kind of of their storage unit they bought together oh, yeah. Um, and this is like not at all related because also just talking about this in general makes me nervous. So I'm not, I'm not going to keep talking about it, but you can hear like what all happened with the storage unit that we could tell y'all. Um, there was a a story that came out. An airport had received over 12,000 noise complaints in one year from one person. 
12,000? Mm-hmm. An mm-hmm. average of 34 complaints per day. And what were they doing? They were just mad at the airport for making noises with their airplanes. Oh, I see what you're saying. They were complaining because mm-hmm. they were in a flight path. Yep. Well, then don't 12, move. 12,000 times. Don't move in a flight where the flight path is. And apparently it was the same person that doubled from the year 2020. So they had complained a lot in 2020, and then they doubled those complaints for 2021. Can you imagine how much everyone hates that person? And that whoever receives the complaints complains a lot about a lot of things. Oh, I'm sure they have the Bob haircut. Their name's Karen. They go around. Can I speak to the manager, please? Somebody is not very happy with what's (laughs) going on in their life. Or it could be an old person who's very senile. Yeah, it's true, true, true. Is that a bad word to say, senile? I don't really know. I mean, I think it's a thing, but also just somebody who has a lot of free time on their hands. Yes. Probably retired, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they can't move. Get off my lawn kind of person. (laughs) So if you were to call and complain about one thing a lot, okay. <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> I know there's a lot of complaining. I'm not trying to trying to yeah, do that. Exactly. That's just been kind of the situation on the show this week. Yeah. So I'm going off the theme. Title of the podcast, Complaint Department. Oh, man. Complaint. I, I don't really call to complain. I'm actually one of those people that if something wrong happens, I'm just like, ah, the, I always think of like perspective. Like maybe they have a rough day. Maybe it's a bad day or maybe they're mm-hmm. new or I always try to try to give them the benefit of the, of the doubt. I don't like to complain very much about service industry or things like that because I feel like we're all human. We all have days where we're great and days where we're bad and things go wrong and and things like that happen. And uh, what would I call to complain on? Oh my god! I well, think I'll tell you one. Yeah, what I do you have got? one yeah. because I'm much like you. It takes a lot for me to have to complain about something. Yeah. a lot. Okay? And I may complain in my head or like I'll be like God. Dang it. Yes. And then I, and then for that split second, and then I'm mad about whatever it is. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. Work, home, driving. And then like 30 seconds later, I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, yes. But I had to get it out. Like, like this whole podcast. If I don't get this out, it's going to be bad. Yes. It sits on you for a while. And then you yeah. get, you turn into this guy who complains 12,000. I don't, don't even know like if it's that. a guy. It's just one person. That person. Yes. Yes. Awful person. There is one thing. So I had, you know, I'm not going to name drop per per my executive producer's uh, <laughs> guidance in this situation. So <laughs> I just did when I turned my mic off. Um, there was a lawn company. I had hired them at one point because having a, a nice green yard is really hard in Tennessee. Very hard. Very hard, especially when you reach the off season when mm-hmm. it all dries up and dies. We got lots of weeds, lots of things going on. So I, I hired too, yeah. a lung company that I was like, I can make this work. It will save some stress for me on the side of getting nice green grass. Yeah. Things are going great at first, right? I'm like, no problem. It helped me. Cool. Well, I finally reached a point where I had to keep telling them what they had to do. And oh, I'm like, that's uncomfortable. This defeats the purpose of me paying this much money to have you help me. I don't yeah. have money to blow either. Like, I'm spending this money because I genuinely needed help. Yeah. And so if you're coming and I'm having to guide you on how you need to take care of my yard, this is not working, right? Yeah. And they'd come like once a month and I had called them multiple times. I, I probably called them multiple times be like, hey, can you guys like fix this? I don't know what's going on. Trying to be really nice about it all. And I was like, please stop charging me. I don't want to keep doing this. I don't know what's happening. Like my yard doesn't look great. You guys are coming out every month. I don't know what you're doing. I keep trying to tell you what to do, but no, I, apparently it's not working. Yeah. Neither way. That's uncomfortable too because they know because it's your house. Yes. It's, that's, the, that's the other thing. Like you're complaining to somebody, like complaining about your food is one thing because you're like, what, they're going to spit in it? I've seen the movie restaurant. I know what they uh-huh. do back there. And then you're home. Yeah. It's like they know where I live. So if I complain or cancel them, mm-hmm. are they, are they going to like come and like egg my house or are they just, what, what's the repercussions of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's like, so I can, I finally was like, Hey, let's just stop charging me. I don't want to keep doing this. If you guys can come out and fix it, no charge. Cool. Uh-huh. And we'll move on from this. 
So they're like, yeah, well, I, I talked to a really nice customer service lady. She's like, yeah, of course, I'm totally going to come fix it. Everything will be great. This shouldn't be happening, whatever. And I'm like, great. It's all, all taken care of. Fast forward a few months later, I had several hundred dollars charged on my credit card oh, no. that I did not approve of. The extra charges on top of what they already charge you? After I told them to stop charging me and I no longer like the service. Oh, so you were like, I'm done. Don't charge me ever again. Mm-hmm. You got extra money. I was finally fed up that I was like, if you want to come fix it, fine. I'm done being charged, though. I'm not going to keep doing yeah. this. And I got charged. And I even tried to dispute it. And there wasn't enough like paper evidence that I could prove because I talked on the phone with them too many times that uh, I didn't okay. have the paper, paper evidence yeah. to prove it. So I could never get it disputed, and I had to waste like a couple hundred bucks. That you, I so don't you had have. to eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks for somebody who didn't help me at all. Yeah, exactly. Actually, made my life properly. worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now you're out of money. So I don't suggest calling any loan company most of the time because it doesn't work. Yeah, it, it just doesn't. As that much sucks. as I wish it would. Yeah. That so sucks. If, unless somebody knows like these great ones, I just haven't seen that happen. I don't have any recommendations here in Nashville, but in Orlando, I know a lot of people, but not here. Yeah. Uh, You know what I would say? I'd say try and find people locally. It's probably your best bet than doing like a massive chain. Because when it gets to that point, they don't necessarily care. And that's what happened with me with my with my my bug guy. They come by and it was like and when they first came back, we just moved. And I guess it's almost like they know when a house sells because we got like people come by all the time for the first couple of weeks. And one of them was the bug guy. And he pulled up. and He's like, hey, man. He's like, hey, I like a truck. He's like, I got the same. He pulls it out in front and he's in my driveway. He's like, I got the same kind of truck too. I'm like, oh, it's a nice <laughs> truck. Like really nice. Like made, like sold me the bill oh, of goods. Oh, tricked you. He's like, the best guy. He's like, yeah, I'll be by. Da, da, da. So I'm thinking this guy is coming by to do my 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 bug treatment on my yeah. house. First person shows up, not that guy. I'm like, That's fine, whatever. Maybe just the maybe he's the sales guy or the boss or the CEO or whatever. And he just kind of secures the deal, sells it, and brings his best guy. He's like, basically, like you're gonna have <laughs> the whole bill of like this is gonna be the best thing ever, kind of thing. And then the first guy shows up, not bad, it's good. And then the second guy shows up, it gets, and it keeps getting worse and worse <laughs> and worse of the service yeah. to the, or the point where then we are in the same shoes that you're in, where it's we have to tell them every time they come, hey, make sure you actually do your job when you're here. Uh, make your, make sure you actually do the things that you're supposed to do. Make sure mm-hmm. you go and actually do it, okay? And actually come in the house, not just the, do the outside or just or just do it. Yep, do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, please do it. <laughs> just please do it. I'm paying yeah. you to do it. And then, and my wife will usually have to call because if, because I'm just not good at it. I don't want to. I don't want to complain. Or if I end up complaining, and then if I get back into a corner, then I get angry and I start getting combative and I'll start saying oh. things. That I don't, I, you I don't, get brutal. I get brutal, and I don't mean to get brutal, but I'll start spitting cold hard facts that are really will cut through your skin and oh. make you feel like you like you should probably kill yourself. That's <laughs> but, like, That's but, but they're very factual and very mean and very to the point and very cold. And so I don't want to get to that point. So mm-hmm. I want to just like be happy and be like, hey, just come by and do it, please. Or and my wife will do it and be very factual, but but nice factual. Yeah. I'm mean factual. So I don't want to get to that point. So I let her handle it. And then I notice here, in, and I hate to say this, but I noticed here when she will call to deal with something um, that has them to do with the, like that industry or anything, they talk down to her because she's a woman. Yep. All the time. Mm-hmm. They talk to her. Like she's, especially what makes me annoyed is when it comes to my wife worked in finance for 20 almost 15, 20 years in lar- very large markets, San Francisco, Los Angeles, tied to New York. Like, so she's not small market um, th- of that elk. Like she dealt with big clients, like multi hundred plus million dollar companies. 
and it'll be about our mortgage or about our insurance or something, whatever. And they'll like mansplain her and I mm-hmm. hear it and I'm like, oh my God. And they're saying things and a lot of times they're wrong too, or she'll find things that they're saying are wrong and she'll let them say their piece and she'll say her thing. And they're like, <laughs> it's funny to hear them not be able to respond mm-hmm. or give her the answer because they're reading off a cue card or they're just spitting the crap facts that they were told or mm-hmm. they know. And my wife is way above your level. But they'll still, even when she is that good at whatever it is they're calling about, they'll still treat her like crap. And then they'll say things like, um, not the, not these exact words, but kind of almost like, where's the man of the house kind of thing. Yeah. Or if my if we're out and about at a store, my wife will, I'm, I'm busy with the kids or answering an email. My wife will ask somebody where, hey, where's, where's the light bulbs located? And they'll go, huh? And then <laughs> she'll go, where are the light bulbs? Like, what aisle is it? And they'll go, huh? Huh? And then the one guy, this exact same instance, looked at me, and I was like, and I, I can't kind of hear it in my ear. I'm like, oh, here we go again with this, this crap. I'm like, uh, she's asking, where are the light bulbs? Oh yeah, oh, sorry, I couldn't hear her. Light bulbs are on aisle two, and I'm like, she, I heard her. I was, I was watching two <laughs> kids and answering an email, and I heard her. You tell me you couldn't understand my wife needed yeah. light bulbs. What aisle is it on? And that happens a lot, and it's unfortunate that 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 crap still happens. So I'm going off on a tangent here, and I know I'm ranting again, and I'm complaining again. But I've noticed that since we moved here that women don't get treated with the respect that they deserve in what what men would consider a a man's knowledge, Yeah, which is crap, because a lot of times women are way smarter than us anyways. So <laughs> joke's on you. Yes. My wife knows more than you do and knows more than I do in a lot of things. So it always bothers me when people treat my wife like crap and they talk down to her or mansplain her, which is just... I would, I would almost curse, but I was like, that's, it really irks me. And then I see it, or I'll see it happening to a woman in a store. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and, I, and I will stand up for her because that, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. I don't understand it. I just don't, I don't understand that. I don't, I don't understand anybody treated, being treated unfairly, no matter what it is that they are. Like, that just, it, it doesn't, we're all people. We're all trying to do what we're trying to do and get on to the next thing. Yep. Let's treat everyone with respect and move on. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It happens a lot, Steve. Yeah. And you're just kind of used to it. Like everything you're but talking you about, you're used to it. You shouldn't have to get used to it. That's bull crap. That's no. so stupid. I did start using it to my advantage sometimes too when they try and do that. I'm like, you know, let me go talk to my dad. And I wouldn't. <laughs> and I come back. I'm like, yeah, he said no. <laughs> and like, I would just use it to, okay, yeah. to fight him back. I'm like, you want me to do that? Fine. I'm going to do that. I'm still going to give you the same answer. Yeah. But, but I'm going to talk you, to my dad. Yeah. Make or you my think boyfriend. That yeah. 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 Or if like, I do want to get out of something though. Okay. If I'm like, say it's a salesperson are coming or, and I happen to be outside and they catch me or whatever, right? I'm like, uh, I need to talk to my partner about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a brain and I can't think myself. Yeah, I, sometimes <laughs> like I've used it to my advantage. So I try and tweak the system a little bit just to fight back a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. In a very uh, sly way. Okay. That's smart. You know, I guess so. we, we have to deal with it so much. You do because mm-hmm. you're a woman in this in this city. You have to then be creative, yeah. But for me, not a woman, as a yeah. man, I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Guys, what are you doing? Yes. But that's fun. That's fun, though, that you get to kind of use it to your advantage. That's smart. I try. Yeah. If I'm I'm going to deal with it, then I'm going to use it. True, yeah. My wife, she just, she just gets pissed off. She gets so, she gets, <laughs> she's just like, but she gets pissed off of where she'll go like me and she'll get pissed off and she'll, and she'll, she'll cut your skin with her facts mm-hmm. or whatever she's trying to say. Yeah, don't mess with a smart woman. No, no, do not. <laughs> and most women are pretty damn smart, so don't mess with any woman. Yes. Yeah. Yes, or just treat people well. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. In general. All people. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm on that train. You know, coming in at number one, uh, we don't have much to say about this one, but I'll leave it at number one because it's it was the huge talk of everything that happened. Bobby and Eddie shared some details for 
opening for Garth Brooks. It was an awesome moment for the Raging Idiots, and they talked about it on the show. There's lots of blogs, videos up on bobbybones.com. If you want to see all that, you can hear the full story on just the bits. But Scuba, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Heck yeah. Going on tangents with me always. You're complaining. You know, sometimes it helps to complain. Yeah. And even if people are like, it's not, you know, it's not positive. You just are like, listen, maybe it made you feel good. Maybe we related to you in some way that you're like, yeah, I felt that. Yeah. I think that's important too. Okay. You need a little bit of both. You need the positive. You also need the relating. Yeah. And we are being very genuine in how we feel lately. (laughs) I also will say too, I had made made a post too about feeling off lately. And and it was funny that you were talking about your wife's pregnancy story and how she was saying she felt off. I had so many people messaging me and like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, guys, I'm talking about like the universe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really like talking about like that. Like my body doesn't, it, it was a different relate, but sure, you can come and keep asking me if I'm pregnant. Yeah, sure. I don't really think that's possible right now in my life, but uh, whatever you say. <laughs> and a lot of people asking me that. So Yeah, so stop asking her. <laughs> Listen. It's just a, the, the world's off right now. The world's on tilt. Yes. I mean, TMI, but I've been on birth control for like 15 years. I think it's going to take a lot more for me to have to yeah, especially have that, on that in my long. life. It's tough because when my, my wife was on birth control, um, she took, what was it? She had a, uh, the Nuva ring. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The Nuva ring, I think, but I think she took the, the, the pill too, like back in the day as well. But that, those amount of years taking mm-hmm. birth control, it took her like a solid six months of being off it to finally be able to get pregnant because yes. that stuff is still in your system and your body's used to whatever it is. And it takes a long time to get pregnant once you've not done it. But if you're already doing it, there's, it's almost impossible. Yes. And it I've can never, happen, but it's impossible. I never miss because if I miss, I get really terrible pains that put me in the hospital. So yeah. there's not a miss on there. Like <laughs> I'm solid over here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I also may have endometriosis. So there, there's a lot of levels to that, that yeah. I don't really think that's possible in my life, at least in this moment. So again, stop asking her. Okay. <laughs> yes. But I say that like, no, no, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But, uh, you said that and I was like, please don't, please, yeah. please don't say it in that way because I'm just going to get more messages like this girl's pregnant <laughs> or they're like self-diagnosing me. And I'm oh, like, I love that's mm-hmm. my favorite. You've never, cool, cool, you've cool. never seen me, never like, mm-hmm. I haven't given you all my symptoms, but all of a sudden you've got the answer. I do like helpful things. They're like, Hey, oh, helpful, like yeah. I see this, like you may check this out. I don't know what it is, but then there's some, they're like, Oh, this is that. Yeah. When there there's are, two different ways of going about that approach. A tip versus like, this is factual. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have this. I'm like, I don't know if I have that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's that too, but you yeah. did, you said, you said that and I was like, ah, oh, crap. Here it comes again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have been feeling off lately. Something is in the universe. Are you pregnant? <laughs> Freaking universe. If I'm pregnant, I quit. <laughs> That's what's in the cars for me right now. We yeah. are not what I want. It's not, not where my life feels like it's going right now. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you're still young. You don't, is. yeah, you don't need kids yet. You're good. No. Or maybe ever. I don't know. Maybe adoption. Yeah. Well, yeah, may, Listen, that, if I'm on TikTok any longer, I'm going to keep seeing things that make me never want to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can find those on there. I've seen a lot of stories, mm-hmm. a lot of things that I do not want to have happen to me. Or just watch people on TikTok and you realize that those are people who are made by people. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, I don't want to make that. I mean, that's too. There's a, there's a lot on there, Scuba. But, oh, so yes. TikTok's great, But thanks sure. for hanging out with me for a little bit. Sorry I made you late to your meeting. It's okay. I know everybody's going to appreciate the super long podcast, though, so it's good. Yeah, yeah. Tell it's the good. people where they can find you. They can find me at Scuba Steve Radio, S-U-B-A-S-T-E-V-R-A-D-I-O. 
I hate, that hurts my brain when people do that. <laughs> <laughs> not even going to try. But it's consistent, though. It's not like seven different handles like Abby. So it's just one handle for mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Very no simple. Facebook. No, no TikTok. Facebook. No TikTok. Definitely no TikTok. You can catch them on some of my TikToks. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's only one so far, but I'm working on more. <laughs> um, at WebGirl, I'm working on all things, and you can make sure to follow the show at Bobby Bond. Bon- <laughs> at Bobby Bones <laughs> on all the things and bobbybones.com for some more content. I'm out of here. I am off, okay? <laughs> and she's not pregnant. Or maybe she is. No, don't. But no. she isn't. Not manifesting that crap. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Have a great weekend. Bobby Bones Show. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.